Welcome to the Great Game Debate Podcast, where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives. As always, I'll be your host, Caden Barathe-Lane. And joining me this week, as always, is the godfather of the Great Game Debate himself, Jonah Gomez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Kind of. I got four hours of sleep. <laughs> I worked ten and a half hours, and then I went to a wedding, and then I'm here, so... Energy drinks! Let's go! Yeah, I got the Red Bull, baby! Um, you know, just chilling. Glad to be here. Glad to see you guys. All right. And uh, yeah, we're our, here too. that's our man in the closet, uh, Wes Bates. How you doing, man? How's the weather in the closet this week? Um, it's kind of, you know, the weather doesn't change in here very often. If it does, there's well, something climate controlled. There's something <laughs> seriously wrong. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty happy because you sent me a, uh, a uh, message earlier to let me know that there's an Okami crossover mm. event with Monster Hunter Rise. And you can have a Matarasu as yep. <laughs> as your uh, Palamute. It's a nod. Is, it's a sign. Which Tommy is, is oh, oh, please, make it happen, <laughs> Capcom. Make it happen. All right. And uh, it's also our distinct honor and pleasure this week to be joined by the great Alex Stadnik himself from Game Informer. I don't know about great. Yay! What is this great business? I, I am I am I'm slightly above average. How about that? <laughs> Fair enough. Gentlemen, I don't, think, well, I, don't, I don't think great is high enough. Oh, oh right. Yeah. All right. Like I can't handle this illustrious. much yeah. Astounding. The immaculate. I like the astounding, Alex. There's a good alliteration Ooh, there. I so. like that. Gentlemen, I'm, I'm here to talk some games. I'm here to debate oh, some it. games. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Baby. Well, uh, as usual, we do like to start off with a mini interview with our special guests for those who may not be familiar. But uh, Alex, you do work for Game Informer. Um, I think uh, you are a video editor there. And, um, you know, by the way, congrats on your uh, recent review you just put out for um, what's called The Ascent. The Ascent. And uh, yeah, I was checking out a couple other features you put out recently. Like you got to check out uh, Aliens Fireteam. That's pretty interesting. The new Psychonauts. So, oh, yeah. yeah, if you could just give us a little bit of a rundown, kind of how you got started game informer and you know work your way up to video editor that's a that's a long story i think i'm gonna take up the whole podcast <laughs> anyway. uh we'll 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 keep it short here i think if you've listened to uh sir bobby buell's podcast or uh draft punks you you're familiar with me a little bit i've I made an appearance on both of those wonderful shows go check them out if you haven't seen them but um or listen to them i like you all i'm assuming uh started in games very early i was a kindergartner when all the, the older kids were were playing playing pokemon and we had an snes at my after school program and played mario kart and whatnot and and that's kind of where it started right where i was like okay i want to play these games like this seems fun and and you know i love my mother to death god bless her one of the best people out there um she was drinking the Kool-Aid that video games would melt your mind a little bit. And I said, no, I need to play. I need to be one with the children. I need to be, I need to be a cool kid, you know? Um, and um, I, for, through the grace of my best friend's mom, who was like, come on, like, let the kid have it. It's okay. It's not going to melt his mind. I got my, my Game Boy. Uh, no, I got a normal Game Boy with Pokemon Yellow. And that was kind of Amazing. the start. Nice. So, Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, have Pikachu so, following you around through the of course yeah. yeah oh of course you better <laughs> believe it um so that kind of kicked things off 
grew into a GameCube, right? Was playing Smash with my friends, played yeah. a lot of Nightfire, yeah. ton of licensed games, you know, Heck like yeah. Nightfire was our, our, um, I'm trying not to swear, but you know, Dude, our stuff, it. right? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, uh, and it's funny because my parents, even if they were violent, if they knew the license like James Bond or like Fantastic Four or something Marvel, they would they would mm -hmm. always get it for me versus something okay. like Halo where they, you know, it's just violence for violence's sake or whatever, but that's not true. Um, <laughs> so, but I would really say, speaking of Halo, I would really say my gamerdom changed from interest to passion when I got a 360 or when we were leading up to the Xbox 360 when mm. my friend was... We, we were playing Halo 2. Halo 3 was like basically God coming to, oh, yeah. like Jesus was coming back down to earth to, <laughs> to, to greet us again. And like, there's nothing, that that midnight launch was like watching that on G4. There's nothing like it. Oh, but, G4. So, yeah. I, would, I was going to say RIP, but like they're back, but not really. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Sessler's doing his thing. I don't know. It's bizarre. So, um, so from there, you know, a lot of shooters, like I've talked about before, Gears, um, Fable, and not a shooter, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I became an ex-boy, which I've heard is not a, uh, which is not the phrase, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring it around. Um, so I, I guess that's my gaming history. And then obviously like just kept growing into a gamer. And then I did a video game podcast, uh, my junior year of college, senior year of college. Um, so that was my first like content creation, right? I, I knew like Game Informer and Games Media was the dream. College did a good job of stamping out dreams and like was like, okay, what are you actually going to do? You know, yeah. um, and, and in, a, in a good way too. I love my college experience and that's where I cut my chops as a video out of there. But then, so I graduated and I went to a agriculture uh, advertising agency. Talk about oh, alliteration really? there. Oh yeah, dude. It was because uh, I, I knew coming uh -oh. out of school, I, I cut my chops. I wanted to be a, a journalist. Like, I wanted to actually be a sports journalist. I was the editor of our sports section at the school paper. Um, and I grew up playing football and sports and that kind of stuff. Um, so that was the kind of the dream. And then I realized how much like sports journalists make and what they have to do and where they have to go. And I was like, uh -uh, I want to make money. Um, so <laughs> which is, which is uh, silly because then I joined games journalism and there's, there's not a lot of money in that either. But, um, so yeah, but it's but, a lot so, more fun, right? It is. It is more fun. You get to play, you get to play the games instead of watch them. So, yeah. um, but uh, this is really roundabout. I apologize. But no, so, um, but that's where I kind of cut my teeth on video editing. I was I, I did it a bit in school from a journalistic standpoint, but I didn't get really a chance to do anything very polished, very like planned, you know, until I got to my advertising agency. And I love I, I mean, I, I joke about it, right? I didn't know that there was a turf war between red tractors and green tractors. Like I, I learned <laughs> a lot about uh, cow uh, pharmaceuticals and stuff like that, like whole world of things I, I didn't know existed. Yeah. Oh, you're um, speaking Wes's language right now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm just curious. What what was that company called? If you don't mind sharing uh, Broadhead broadhead okay yeah um they were they were minnesota based but i worked on like firestone uh we worked on chs a little bit uh a couple other ag focused clients so okay yeah i work i work in the ag industry personally. oh nice yeah, uh, that's right for, a ve for a vegetable seed company mm. so i gotcha okay cool cool yeah. let's small yeah. world look at that yeah. So bring bringing um, it around. Yeah. There you go, but Wes. This I, is your door into uh games <laughs> media. Games, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you hook me up at that place where you're working so that I eventually 
Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Reeves and Cork were all all about the ag stuff. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. But why that that experience was invaluable to me it was because you know I wasn't working on clients like Nike, for example, where it's like the brand standards are basically the Bible, um, where you can't deviate. You have to do things very closely mm -hmm. to that. I I worked with clients who were like, you guys are the you guys are the experts. Like throw stuff at us, you know, like, you know, wow us, like, you know, do your thing. And that left room for experimentation. So that left room for mistakes. And I was able to actually like learn after effects, get better at premiere. I had some really great mentors and stuff. So I, I elevated my video skills to a place where it needed to be so that when the game informer opportunity came around, I was ready. I had also been writing about games for free sites. Like I've, I, I got to a point where I knew this is what I wanted and I want, uh, while I know IGN's not going to be coming and knocking on my door anytime soon, I want to make sure that when the time comes, I'm like, okay, here, I have this writing here. I have these video skills here, like hire me. So um, on a totally serendipitous moment, I was scrolling Twitter on a, on a slow day at work and I see Ben Hansen tweets out. He's like, hey, uh, last day to apply for the internship uh, for GI. I was like, okay, like, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's shoot the shot. I'd sh I, I had applied to GI, I think three times before and, and never mm. gotten in, which I think everyone in this industry applies yeah. multiple times to get in. Like, you know, absolutely no sure. shade. Um, yeah. they, people were better. Like now I know who, I know who some of those interns were. And I was like, yeah, I would hire those people over me any second. You kidding me? Um, so, uh, but I literally last night, you know, I get home from work, cancel all my plans, and I put together some sort of of real and and or not even real, but like my my work, a couple of writing samples and whatnot. So, sure. um, and I get an interview, and um, you know, interview goes well. You know, we keep progressing, and we get to it, and they offer me the the internship, right? But they also tell me that you know, this is an unpaid internship. Um, and that was really hard uh, to accept because I was go coming from a full-time job with benefits. You know, when I was yeah. in an apartment, I yeah. needed to, you know, <laughs> I needed to make money. Um, but I kind of, I, I met with my, my, my girlfriend, my partner, and, you know, we talked it out. And, you know, it, it's been the dream since I was a kid, right? I'm wearing mm -hmm. Pokemon on my shirt right now. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. It, was like it was like, this was, this was the moment. And... I made it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna make this work. And I quit my job. I got a second job. I moved in with my folks and, you know, I am very blessed. I think time, not to get too philosophical here, but like, I feel like luck is the intersection of good timing and hard work. And I already put in the work and I just got lucky with, you know, which is, which is, shitty. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. It's, I got I got in at a time where I could get in with the layoffs, right? And I and I think that's really I think about that, you know, if we're being honest, like, and yeah. I feel awful that people had to lose their jobs in order for a spot to come up. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah, Hanson, I mean, Hanson was Hanson was you know leaving. That's why I got in. You know, right? Um, right. And you know. All those, a lot of those people are doing really well now, and I'm happy for them. And MinMax is obviously one of the best yeah. video game communities on oh, the yeah. planet. But yeah, they're, they're um, great. Um, so I, that's how I got where I am, and you know, um, 
I've, you know, and, and, and it's not to say I haven't worked my butt off to get here. You know, oh, yeah, like, sure. I, I, I really, I've put the hours in. We, we were doing a video or a movie podcast too. And I was editing that till three in the morning and then going to work on Mondays. Like, you know, um, yeah. but that's where that timing aspect came in. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I, that's a long ass answer, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of, you know, how I got here. So I got I was like, I got go a ahead, little go bit of a question about the, the the gaming internship because I know I know you are lucky enough to live in Minnesota, so the moving costs and whatnot weren't really that much of an issue as Correct. it would be for a lot of other interns. What is that like? Because how long are you guys at the office doing your intern work, and then do you guys just like there for like four or five hours out of the day, and then you got to get off? go work basically. a part-time job and just go pay for your apartment yeah basically i um hustling. it was it was yeah it was a hot you know you you did you had to um you had to make it work obviously we're not doing the internship program right now yeah. i was the in the last intern class because of you know at first it was uh you know the the amount of writers there were were limited right and we had to focus on the site and, and making a magazine and so they, we paused the internship program, um, but yeah, it was you know six hours or something like that. I think we could legally work thirty or something like that, not to be full time. Hmm. But they yeah. were fl- super right. flexible. Everyone was super chill. Like they understood the situation, right? So yeah. I, was, I was like, "Yo, I gotta," because I was doing on the side. I was working at a gym, uh, like a high school gym or whatever, and doing like event management and stuff. So I was like, "Yo, I got this." taekwondo uh contest at three o'clock today like i gotta go and it was you know i was driving all the way across town to get there and stuff like that and i really don't this isn't a woes me thing right like Mm -hmm. you know it's just i was lucky enough to have a parent's basement that i could live in also i was lucky enough to be in the same damn state yeah like you know (laughs) i was very blessed i still i'm very blessed every day of my damn life but Mm -hmm. um you know, it's, it, I put in the work and, yeah, exactly. you know, it, it paid off. So, yeah. And it's really nice. Um, it's nice to have you be able to come in. Cause I remember when you were doing the internship program, I was listening to oh, GI yeah. and they brought you guys, they always brought the interns in kind of like on the last day yep. to record on the GI show. I remember when you came on there. Uh, so it was really nice to hear when they, when they brought you back in mm-hmm. full time. And then, um, it's been nice also hearing some of the other interns uh, from the last couple of years that have also been brought back on staff. Right. Yeah. I think I think Jill just got brought on. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, don't tell Don't tell anyone else this. Uh, the interns are staging a coup. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be It's going to be a whole thing. Because I mean, like, really, it's It's now It's me, Jay Guisau, Jill, uh, Blake. Wasn't Marcus? Uh, Marcus. One? Yeah. Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Marcus is a former former intern. That's five. We just I feel like we need like one more and then we're gonna rule the roost, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's and awesome. if I forgot anyone, I apologize. But I think I think that's the majority of them. So yeah, you guys have a an awesome new team there, and it's been really nice uh kind of reintroducing all those folks and and getting to hear and, and see the work that you guys are doing um kind of coming into your own thank you Take, yeah. taking it taking it from uh you know all the folks that were there before and kind of making it your own and mm-hmm. i'm i'm really excited you guys are doing um the uh tales of arise cover story right yeah. now yeah yep I, I can't wait to to yeah, get I'm that, that. 
magazine in my hot hot hands to yeah read all yep. about that That's yo gonna shout be out to shout out to k star kimberly wallace doing her rpg thing uh, i mean all the staff too but like you know kim is kim is rpg queen and she oh, yeah, she knocked she... it out of the park with this one and you know this was this was her element baby like mm-hmm. go check out she was just on the gi show and got to talk about it so definitely check that out yeah i was um, just listening uh, earlier today and uh, i didn't get to listen to the whole thing but i just finished with her talking about um Neo, the world ends with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds yeah. pretty cool. Jim's the best. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Well, uh, do either of you guys have any final brewing questions for Alex before we move on? What's I your got fa- one. Oh, okay. We got two. We got two. We got two. Go ahead, Joni. You go first. What's your favorite color, Mr. Stadnick? <laughs> uh, blue. Oh. I got I got my Squirtle Boy right here. Hell oh, yeah. Man, I got I got okay. blue. I got blue back here. I'm a I'm a blue boy. My eyes are blue. Look at that. <laughs> you don't want to you know cut that out, edit that out. But yeah. Yeah. I've always been been a fan been a fan of blue. I got blue Gatorade. There you go. Whoa. The layers. <laughs> yeah, so I just had uh one more question for you as well. Um so I was just wondering for anybody that might want to travel to the Twin Cities area. And I think mm. you you've told me before that you uh, you consider yourself kind of a foodie, like you're very like into cuisine. And I was just wondering if you had any like hot recommendations for the area for and it doesn't necessarily have to be any one style of food. I'm not looking for like, oh, tell me like the best sushi restaurant or tell me the best pizza or whatever. I mean, it could for be sure. whatever, whatever you think is kind of like if you come to town, this is where you should go and this is what you should try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. OK, here, let me. Let me take you through a day. Let me take you through a good, like, Minneapolis day. <clears throat> you wake up. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, right? The, the clouds are no, not in the sky, right? It's beautiful at 75 degrees, 80. You oh, go, God, you, go you go, get donuts at mm. Glamdoll Donuts, one of mm. the, the Minneapolis institutions, right? And it's a little, I think people are not tired of it, but it's, like, it's very much the popular place, right? And they, But it's because they do... Are y'all familiar with Voodoo, Don- Voodoo Donuts? Live in Donuts. Portland. Very oh, there we go. Okay, That's what's so. up. Yeah. Um, I went to Voodoo in, in Austin, um, and I love Voodoo Donuts. But it's very similar in that, and they do crazy, like, you know, uh, PB&J donut, yeah. Oreo cake donut, that kind of stuff. But it's yeah. so good. It is incredible. The other option, too, you could go over to a place called Isle Bun and Coffee, and they have these deconstructed cinnamon rolls they're just they're called puppy tails but they're these little sticks and then they just lather them with homemade frosting Uh it's incredible it's both are so good so that's how you start your morning off so good so then you get a sugar morning on a sugar rush exactly (laughs) Exactly. and then but then see you walk around the lakes in minneapolis to burn it off see there's a there's a chain of beautiful beautiful lakes beautiful homes on them it's it's fantastic so you go maybe take a little yak trip little kayak around there and you're like oh my wife would be into that yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. See, and then you say, "Damn, I'm hungry." What do we do now? You scoot on down to downtown Minneapolis and you go to Runyon's, which is a bar R U N Y O N apostrophe S. I think. Okay. Anyways, so um, you go there because they have the best buffalo wings in town. Now I know Mr. Dan Tax on here talking about Nicola Diner here and there. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking. About, okay, <laughs> man, man has no clue. He's eating, he's eating food before. Yeah, right. Okay, fine. 
Have you seen him? He's lost all that weight. He doesn't need food. Um, so, <laughs> but you go and they literally, they only make buffalo wings. You can't get any other flavor because they do them the best. It is this beautiful mix of heat and flavor. And they make a blue cheese there that converted me because I did not like blue cheese at all. Not, not one bit. And then I went there and I was like, okay, this is incredible. You get the right. fries because of course, you know, so then you go check out the Stone Arch Bridge, you go walk around, you go to the art museum, whatever your day is entailing, and you're like, damn it, I'm hungry again. This is, this, what is happening? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have plenty of options, but the one I would recommend that's not ridiculously expensive is a place called Parlor. And if you've listened to GI, uh, GI Show or any of our videos where we happen to talk about food, we've mentioned this. This is the Parlor Burger. This is the best burger in the cities. Um, it is this beautiful, it's like, it's right off the griddle. I think they put, it's, it's not Angus, but they put another beef in, in it, in their, their chuck mix or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is, and it brings it to another level because it is, it is that nostalgia of that greasy burger. Right. But it is made with high quality ingredients and an amazing cheese on top. Like, and the bun is perfect. It is so freaking good. And you get the fries, the fries are bougie, you know, they're an extra $5 or whatever. It's a cool atmosphere. They have really good drinks in there too. But like, that's kind of the day. If you're going to have a day in Minneapolis where you can just go crazy on food, that's kind of what I would mm -hmm. recommend. And then you say to yourself, I ruined my diet today. I might as well get dessert. You walk <laughs> oh. on over to St. Paul, you go to Cafe Latte, you get some cheesecake. That's your day. And then you pass oh, yeah. for 12 hours. And then you roll home. Games. Yeah, you, you <laughs> destroy the toilet after. You're welcome. <laughs> I know what I Alex is doing tomorrow. <laughs> you better believe yeah. it. Yeah. For our uh, audio listeners, you missed out on Wes during that entire uh, monologue, just like sitting with his hands under his chin like a five-year-old at Christmas listening to the food options. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I want I want some wings so bad now. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I want wings so bad now. May have to go out after this. Hey, we're, recording, we're, we're recording early enough, you know. We can, yeah. We can wrap it up okay show's over, show's over. Thanks, buddy. thank you well all right guys i hope you stopped by and infiltrated a covenant cruiser to pick up your energy sword on the way home because it's time for the icebreaker all right I will... <laughs> i'll turn it on over to the godfather himself jonah gomez for the icebreaker all right y'all who's ready for Another great game debate! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> this week, we have our boy Caden in the bottom right corner. Caden. <laughs> oh! oh! Booing! <laughs> Jealous. Caden. Who did that in the crowd? <laughs> Where would you say you are from, my good man? I trained for many centuries in the debate school of Irithyll of the Boreal Valley. Oh. I bring the ice style of debate. Prepare to be chilled out. Okay. Oh. <laughs> nice. Bringing it icy That's cold. That's good. And in our top left corner, we have one game informer professional. Alex Stadnick in the house. <laughs> no, it's already taken. <laughs> My good man. 
Where do you hail from? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm used to cold. I studied at CSEC on the Citadel. You can't get you can't get any frostier, right? I've seen it all. I've done it all. I've I've been toe to toe with Shepard himself. All right. Oh, let's get it. There's, there's nothing colder than the infinite depths of space. Oh. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And my friends, if you're curious, or maybe you've picked up on what kind of debate we're going to be doing today, it's an RPG debate, but. What RPG games are we talking about? Caden, <gasps> our host of the Great Game Debate podcast, will be debating for Dark Souls trilogy. Ooh, okay. All righty. Special guest, Alex Stadnick, will be representing. The Mass Effect Trilogy! Pepper for life, baby. You better believe it. We out here. Let's go. All right, boys. Wes Bates is going to be our assist trophy today. He will add an additional 30 seconds onto either uh, your opening statement, your rebuttal, or your closing. It's an additional 30 seconds. And if you guys feel like you are done, you can concede the rest of your time. Don't have to go the full two minutes. Okay. We will do. <laughs> we will do uh, opening statement, opening statement, then rebuttal, rebuttal, then both closing. You guys can call on Wes at any time by shouting assist trophy. Wes will hop in and give his thoughts. You can only use him once. And. Wes, I'm forgetting the rest of the rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's two minutes for each two minutes for each round. Each person Jonah just used his his trophy. Yeah, I did. Um, I just used him. Do you have the Do you have the coin to flip for who goes first? Oh, I do. Because I right. didn't move it last time. I got this little penny. All, all I can say is that I'm glad I'm not the one that has to do the full debate this week. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex. I will let you call it. And go. Tails. Because it never fails. It's a weak choice. It is heads. Caden, <laughs> would you like to go first or would you like to go last? Let's go. Let's go first. You want to go Let's first? first. We go. We go. Yeah. All right. Let me get the two minutes on the clock. If I could be prepared, that'd be nice. All right, Caden. Are you ready? Let's do it. Praise Three. the sun. Praise it. Two, one, praise the sun. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk about Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, one of the most beloved trilogies in all of gaming, single-handedly spawning a genre in of itself known as the Souls-like. Uh, many uh, games of which are pretenders to the throne, but none of which have surpassed the originals. But uh, one of my uh, favorite things in all of gaming is the feeling of exploration. Being an explorer, delving into the unknown. And uh, for me, there's two games that exemplify that the most. One is Breath of the Wild. The other is the original Dark Souls. Just having that feeling of being uh, a stranger in an alien land, uh, everything's a mystery, you're piecing together the lore, the world's just this delicious onion of 
secrets and there's so many different paths you can take you you see the skeleton key in character creation and you're like oh what what is this uh i'll pick it anyway you you go the wrong way at the beginning of the game you find a locked door the skeleton key opens it suddenly you're in the valley of the drakes getting eaten by a zombie dragon what is going on it's it's just an amazing feeling there's no map you gotta figure it out in your brain you're on your own pull up the graph paper if you need to the world wraps in on itself the the thrill of the fight against ornstein and smo will probably never be surpassed by any gaming experience the rest of my 30 life seconds. uh but uh dark souls 2 and 3 exist uh i think uh you know <laughs> on the whole uh, the dark souls games have some of the best dlc uh in all of gaming and uh though dark souls 2 is a low point for the series it's it's still a great and the dlc saved it and the, the director's cut if you will uh, is just amazing, and Dark Souls 3 is just the culmination and a love letter to the entire series, and it's the perfect one for newcomers. Wes, assist trophy, go! Extol oh. your love! Wow, breaking it in early. trophy early. Yeah, uh, you want to talk about an amazing game with uh, incredible uh, enemy design? Mm. Uh, there's never been uh, better enemy design than in Dark Souls, and the boss design, oh, it's insane. The, the, the boss encounters specifically in Dark Souls are some of the best in any video game series ever. Um, they're just so memorable. Uh, you can uh, almost list all of them just by memory if you've ever played the game, just because they stand Time. out so much and they're so distinct. <sighs> all right. That was, that was pretty good. A little rushed, a little rushed, but it's okay. Alex, are you ready for your opening statement? I was born ready. All right. Ready. All right, baby, let's go in three, two, one, go. First off, I'd like to compliment my my sweet friend Caden down there. Wonderful opening statement. Uh, and that's great, uh, you know? There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff, you know? Um, Man, when you think about RPGs, you think about not only the stats, you know, the, 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 the action, the whole thing, right? But you think about choice. You think about the D&D centric style of choice like you know where where am i going to go with this how what kind of story am i going to tell them and while it's not as open as as D&D there is not a better series in video games that exemplifies choice than mass effect you talk about you talk about how uh dark souls created the genre it did soulsborns it's great don't get me wrong no one's been able to meet mass effect on that level that's why it's it's it is the Frank Ocean where it's like you can't even come close to what they're doing. It is so above everything else that you can't even hope to replicate this. This is Channel Orange we're talking about here, right? This is Blonde. And combine that, it, it, the character choice and um, connection you make in those games are second to none. Not only that, they're competent third-person shooters by the second game. First game, whatever, you know? It was 2007, none of us knew what the hell was going on, right? <laughs> Dark time. But by the time you get to two and three, you're getting this bombastic action set piece that is seconds. almost as engaging as, wow, time goes fast. <laughs> <laughs> almost as engaging as, um, as something like Gears of War at the time, right? It is absolutely incredible and that team at Bioware literally set the bar that I genuinely don't think anyone's hit since then. And that's my time. Conceded 12 seconds. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Nicely done. You can tell he's afraid because he saved his assist trophy for the rebuttal. 
bro. This is like <laughs> this is I'm treating this like I do Pokemon Go fights, right? Where you can keep you th you throw your your earthquake at me, whatever. I'm not I'm not blocking till the last second. I'm gonna use it when I need it. Okay, okay. I see. Alex is trying to kill Caden with kindness, and he's not having it. He's like, wow. Time for the rebuttal. Caden, <laughs> are you ready? Three, Let's do it. Two, one, go. All right, so here's the problem with Mass Effect as a trilogy. The only good one is Mass Effect 2. And if you treat the entire game as entire trilogy as one game, a cohesive story, you're running into the Final Fantasy XIV problem, okay? It's like, you just got to get past the first 20 hours, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, you know, really, really, it's just, the story is amazing in Mass Effect 1, and you're there for the story, but the gameplay is garbage, throw it out the window, might as well just be a visual novel, okay? So then you get to Mass Effect 2, it's beautiful, you have a great time, then you get to Mass Effect 3, things get a little bit more linear, you get really let down at the end because the ending doesn't really have anything to do with all the choices you made. The whole trilogy is just like, hey, pick option one, two, or three. I don't care what you did the whole rest of the series. Just pick one of these three options. You can pick any one you want. And, you know, granted, they, they address, they tried to address the fans' concerns with the uh, extended uh, edition or, or, or whatever they called it. But, you know, it's still... It, they they expand upon the you know the what happens after that gives you some closure but you know you're still stuck with that problem of just pick option a b or c it doesn't matter what you did the whole trilogy you know and uh uh what else can i say they kind of you know the first game i'll just keep picking on it a little bit more you got the seconds. you got the you got the cookie cutter reskin planet exploration with the mako uh what was the second game didn't they kind of start cutting some rpg elements you don't even have like armor gear choices anymore you're just stuck in that same stinky old n7 armor the whole game <laughs> like uh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out of fuel i'm out of fuel uh, it's over all right <laughs> Thinky old N7 armor. That's really good. <laughs> that would sink by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right. You conceded eight seconds, Caden. Oh, I should have just made something up. <laughs> just said Caden sucks. <laughs> Alex, still with his assist trophy. Let's see where oh, this goes. Two minutes on the clock. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. Three, two, one, debate. I wish my friend Liana was here to tell you why this slander is wrong, but since she's not, I'll do it. Here's the <laughs> thing. First of all, my colleague is very smart in how he's handling this because he's using the, the bait and switch tactic, right? He's like, we're not gonna talk about two, whatever. We're gonna talk about the, the flaws of one and three. And that's fine because one and three aren't perfect games. Uh, your point though about it being one whole game while it's not i've heard this like joe juba loved this and it's not there are three games but even if one isn't your cup of tea it is so important to play that game because you those like the littlest things in that game carry over to two and three in ways that Dark Souls doesn't do. I mean, my God, absolutely not. But like, you know, you'll meet characters from the first game where you're like, oh, oh, I remember him. And it has drastic choices, uh, consequences onto your story at the end. And that through line is so important 
And like, that's like, and, and you talking about like, you know, we won't talk about two, right? That's like not talking about Return of the King or or Two Towers when we're when we're talking about Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, the rest of it's fine, whatever. We're yeah, I'm just I don't like Lord of the Rings because of the Hobbit movies. Pish posh, sir. Um I and Lord of the Rings is a good example in this, right? Because I didn't, especially growing up, I didn't love the ending of Lord of the Rings. I didn't understand PTSD and like and what Frodo was going through at the end of that, right? But 30 seconds to say to say that these games are any lesser because you didn't necessarily like the ending that journey is incredible and is one of the best journeys you can take in video games if you like sci-fi because of the choices that connect to it because of this world that they've created that is i would argue one of the best sci-fi worlds in fiction not just in video games the alien species are incredible and that all culminates in mass effect 2 which i'm going to use in my last argument I'm done. Oh, this driving, Wes, conceding your assist. Wow, bull. Wait, do no we have assist. one more round? Yeah, do we, we have one more round. We have our closing thoughts. Okay, okay, yeah. We have our closing thoughts. All right, Caden, how are you feeling right now? It, it, it's it's stiff competition. It's probably you know I have to respect the opponent for 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 you know matching my my skill. He he he's he, he's the first opponent I've had in a long time that's actually made me have to use my full power. Oh, <laughs> I wish you had pushed up your glasses what? when you had said that's that. Dragon Ball Z. His hair spikes okay. up. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much time again is for the closing statement? It, it's two minutes it's as well. Two minutes, minutes but okay. you don't have to use all of it. You can end right. it whatever you want if you don't have more to say. All right, Caden, are you ready? Go. Cool. Three, two, one. Let's roll. All right. I would just like to uh, say thank you to my assist trophy West for bringing up the point of the series' uh, amazing uh, best-in-class boss fights because uh, there's just so many amazing things to talk about that I just didn't have room to fit it in. But uh, <laughs> man, this series, uh, whew, it's been a journey. Uh, I don't think I've been ever more excited in my life for any video game than the announcement of a new uh, From Software game. Uh, uh, it, it's interesting that uh, Alex mentions that, you know, you have to play the first game in Mass Effect because that's gonna lead to a payoff in Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect 3. And, um, you know, it's kind of ironic that uh, in in Dark Souls, you know, if if you play Dark Souls three, you're gonna you're gonna find those those callbacks to Dark Souls one, like yeah, you know, oh I'm in Lordran, oh this is where I fought Ornstein and Smile, oh this is Dark Sun Gwendolyn, and he's been consumed by uh, Aldrich of the Deep, and oh just you know just these amazing uh, connections over the the course of the entire trilogy, and uh, uh, what else? Just uh, builds man uh you know I, I i probably replayed dark souls one like eight times just like this time i'm gonna uh be a giant dad this time i'm gonna be straight sorcerer villain this time i'm gonna be a sun bro and kill everything with lightning bolts um the you know the the hidden obtuse uh quirky Easter eggs, like um every boss that has a tail you cut its tail off get a special overpowered weapon uh who thinks of that amazing uh <laughs> uh moonlight greatsword shout out one of the most iconic weapons in video game history uh it's a from software game it's gonna have the moonlight greatsword cut off seath's tail uh it, it cuts through shields because it's made out of light and not metal uh just just amazing uh, miyazaki yeah he's just one of the the greatest Hi. minds of our times 
actually a good way to end that. All right. How are you feeling, Alex? You, oh, you ready? To I was close born it out? for this moment. Oh. I'm born for this moment. <laughs> oh yeah, he's ready I want, to close it out. I want my assist trophy to start though. Oh, I want Wes to get his. I wanted Wes to get his shine here. Starting All right, so out he, with the assist trophy. Yeah. Okay. So you, he gets two minutes and thirty seconds total, right? Yep. So I get thirty seconds, and then we swap over. So you tell me when my time's up, okay? Okay. I'll give you a five-second countdown. That way, you know when to like close it up. Wes Bates, are you ready to start this closing thought? Yes, sir, I am. Three, two, one. Let's roll. So uh, just looking at this uh, debate from the standpoint of a trilogy of games, I would like to point out that the Dark Souls trilogy really isn't much of a trilogy. As far as the story is concerned, yeah, there's probably one there, but you have to watch about 38, uh, like 27 minute body video uh, videos if you, really want, if you really want to know what it is. Versus Mass Effect, it's okay. clear cut and it's, it's right there. All right, Alex. Bro, you were my you were my Goku when I'm fighting Cell right now. I'm just I'm giving it all with my Kamehameha wave, and you just like from the spirit realm just boosted it. I love you for it, Wes. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Can I start? Am yeah, I good? you're good. You're good. Okay. Your time's okay. going, bro. Oh, that's damn, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we've talked a lot about what are awesome about it. Uh, what is awesome about these games? And you know, granted, Dark Souls, I've I've had my fun with it. Everyone has. That being said, we haven't talked about why these games are great. And I really think if you want a story experience out of games, which I know a lot of us do, I, I love Roger Ebert, he's amazing. He didn't know what he's talking about with games. This is one of the stories that you have to do. This is required reading because, surely because of the connections you make with these characters. I thought people who gushed about characters and video game characters about in this way, were I, I didn't understand it right it wasn't me and then i played mass effect and then i got these relationships with garris liara and rex and the whole slot um swath of them and and, and it's the, and moments that i will always remember um especially in mass effect 2 because of those loyalty missions because of the connection you form with them when you're going into a situation where you know that every one of them could die and some of them do and that is one of the most emotionally driven moments in video games. And I don't know if anything is going to come close to that. There have been things, but especially when you interlink those choices 30 seconds. relationships is a beautiful thing. My final point here, un indisputable, is that while my opponent has spoken very bravely, very forthrightly, he really doesn't have a shoot or a leg to stand on. That's because his parents named him after a character in Mass Effect. So, <laughs> what does he really have to say here? That's my time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. You've been great. It's been a wonderful audience. We'll see you later. Oh, um, my God. Judge, uh, Judge, Go Judge Gomez, uh, I, I'd like to raise an objection. Um, the uh, defendant uh, previously stated, and I quote, we've all had our fun with it. Speaking of Dark Souls, uh, implying that it is a cheap horror. And uh, I'd just like to say that I think that goes against the spirit of the competition. And I think he should be penalized. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I I don't know how to react to that either. I was 
just... I would like to suggest as a form of penalty that you just delete a random 30 seconds out of his argument <laughs> on uh, in the editing to make it uh, more confusing let, for the listener. Let me guess what the uh, the back half of his uh, <laughs> his closing thoughts. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well, that was fun. Right. That was fun. Um, yeah. My favorite quote out of the whole thing was what what are you saying, Caden? Something about how Dark Souls is like a an onion of like world <laughs> building or something like yeah, that. You gotta throw in the Shrek reference, you know? <laughs> you right oh, I should have said you're right, it stinks. And then we would all had a laugh. <laughs> oh, I didn't think so, of that. Uh, it doesn't count in the debate. All right. So now that the uh yeah, go ahead, John. Go ahead. Now that the debate's over, Wes and I have to vote and this is this is kind of hard for me because i played mass effect one on my 360 and i played it for solid two and a half three hours and i wanted to rip that thing out of my xbox and snap it because the opening of that game sucks a lot of people would say the same thing about dark souls and that's where you bring my point (laughs) i played the first dark souls and that game kind of sucks at the beginning too. Yeah, yeah so i had a hard time uh deciding what game i'd vote for and who would be the winner of this debate so i'm gonna pass it over to wes and hear his thoughts before i make my decision <laughs> wes who are you voting for for this initial vote for uh the winner of this debate I think that Caden had some very, very strong arguments for mm-hmm. Dark Souls. Um, but it's and <laughs> and uh, he he delivered his points very well. Um, but I I felt the conviction from Alex mm-hmm. and the how much like he was talking about the emotional payoff and and how the the game resonates emotionally. Uh, with the player, and I really kind of felt that in his argument, and so in this case, I am going to go with uh, with Alex on this one. I respect All right, it. I I respect those thoughts, and you know what, I I kind of agree with them. Like, yes, Dark Souls is all about the gameplay, but you know that story, man what little bit of a story there is it it's just not i i understand there's a lot of world building but i'm not gonna you sit... haven't watched enough fati video yeah oh, like you're the story's right. all there you're right. it's I'm just not, not you're not playing through it you know, i'm you not watching 600 hours of yeah, uh you're not doing your extracurricular activity <laughs> of Dark you haven't Souls read enough videos. item descriptions jonah oh man i love reading yeah. flavor text that's like my favorite thing you know so as much as I really don't give a crap about Mass Effect, I'm going to have to vote for Alex. I'm sorry, Caden. <laughs> I failed you, Miyazaki-san. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Let's get it. I will say, I will say, um, you know, I felt myself uh, just uh, feeling fill, the heat of the clock and uh, starting to ramble. And Alex really kept it cool, really kept himself composed, stayed calm. I respect it. I... I, I couldn't have had that debate without you, my friend. It is, uh, I am only as good as the opponent I'm going against, and you uh, you brought my A-game out, so I appreciate you. All right. Um, I, I should mention just 
uh, if we have any first time listeners, this debate's all in fun. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, nobody really has any like harsh feelings for Mass Effect or Dark Souls, except for Jonah, it's, who hates both. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> yeah. uh, full disclosure, I've never played Mass Effect. And in preparation for this debate, I just like Google searched uh, <laughs> or, or YouTube searched like why, why, why Mass, Mass Effect is bad. bad. Like, <laughs> so, uh, you know, this is all uh, this is all a ruse. Um, it's an illusion. Uh, Legendary edition is out now. I was gonna say, yes. play Mass Effect. It's, it's your yeah. it's your chance. I it's I played it. Way. I played it's the first right game for the first time Steam. last month, and I'm glad that I did. So yeah, they're exceptional experiences. <laughs> Get out there. All right, friends. If you enjoyed this debate and you want to vote on the debate, we will have a sorry, we will have a thread going up. Probably when this drops, I don't know. It's in our it's in our Discord. You guys can hop in there. Click on the little icon, give it a vote, and uh, who knows? We'll see who won. Wes, uh, do you want to give us the results for the last debate? Ooh. Oh, um, I don't have it pulled up, but give me a moment and I can I don't try either. to. Uh, While he's searching, um, Jonah, I would like to ask you, are you more hyped for um, unnamed Mass Effect project or Elden Ring? Um, the, uh, correct answer is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So the, uh, the results of the vote from the last, uh, debate, which was PC gaming versus console gaming. Um, oh. surprisingly enough, uh, console gaming won out, uh, eight votes over five. For oh, PC. that means Wes Bates is our first debate champion. Oh, congrats! We got royalty. We got a Godfather over here. We got a champ over here. I did. I'm. I'm honored. <laughs> so if Alex wins, is he gonna have to challenge Wes for the title? Oh, the maybe. Okay. maybe. Okay. Yeah. We, we might have to do a debate. We might have the to have of, a winners round. Debate of champions. Yeah. And we'll just we'll just create a bracket <laughs> and have everyone. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm the all stars. <laughs> Great game debate. All stars. Yeah. All right. Season one. Um, all right. Well, uh, with that, we're just going to go into our first break and we'll be right back. All right. Well, we're back from our break. We're nice and hydrated. And uh, it's time for my personal favorite segment What You Been Playing? And uh, I'll let our special guest this week, Alex, uh, start us off. What You Been Playing, man? Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I to the shock of no one who's listened to me on the Game Informer <laughs> show. Uh, I am playing Halo Infinite. And gentlemen, mm -hmm. that is just, that is the absolute, mm -hmm. I, I take great pleasure in telling you that that's happening right now. Because we've been waiting. We talked about it on stream the other day. We did a Halo Infinite stream when they they un, unrolled the, unrolled, unveiled the, the tech test and we finally got in, right? This is the longest we've waited between Halo games. This has been yeah. six years in the making. Um, Halo 5 is 2015. Um, and usually the cadence was every two years or three years or what have mm -hmm. you. So, um, and I was dubious and I was scared. You know, I really, especially in the era of Scalebound, Fable Legends, right? That Microsoft has, has rebirthed itself from. Uh, Halo was like, I think a lot of people viewed that as I think it's hyperbolic to call it its last stand. You know, this isn't, we're not talking about Halo 3 here, right? But um, 
people were like, okay, like this is Halo's kind of last shot. And yeah. 343 is like really like, you know, five has issues. Four is better than I think people think it is, but I think the multiplayer wasn't super great. Whereas I think the multiplayer was good in five, but the story was just not what people were expecting, right? And this is very early. You know, I'm I've been playing a tech test versus bots. Like, you know, yeah. you can only learn so much about that. But I think the kernels of what you are learning are very important because this feels like to quote John Carson. Um, who talked about it on our, our new gameplay today, new gameplay today, which is a preview show that we, we preview new games, right? Which is, which is a great time. Yeah. He's like the halo infinite, at least right now feels like halo. And that, nice. and that is such a loaded, powerful statement, even though it seems simple on the outset and, and, you know, to put my own spin on it. Right. I, it feels like halo in that I feel like four and five were chasing trends. I think, mm. Call of Duty was into, you know, this Twitch-based, bouncing off walls, hyperkinetic, like crazy stuff, right? And, and I think there was a time and place for that. And I think Halo felt like it needed to be that. But it lost itself a little bit in that. And I think this is a return to the maps that we played feel tight. They feel deliberate. They feel... The, the movement feels chunky and good again, but also has a bit of that, that contemporary speed that you need in games. There's a slide function now that has replaced the dash ability, which I, I, I love that the dash ability is no longer in the game uh, because I feel like I need to be more deliberate with my shots, with my equipment that I use, right? And I really feel like this is... I think 343 really did a gut check and was like, okay, like, what are we going to do here? And this feels like a successor to, to Halo 3 in the best possible ways mm -hmm. in the movement, in how the guns feel, in, in the equipment, right? And that's a high bar to live up to, but I think it's done a great job with it so far. The new weapons are interesting to me, though I don't know. I don't love the commando. Um, that's like the, the, it's like a, either a heavy SMG or, or um, AR type yeah. of gun but um i've i've found middling success with that but i still like it it still feels good you know um the the pulse carbine is can be lethal if you land your headshots and everything just looks beautiful and, yeah it and, looks really good yeah and i'm excited i i don't know jonah are you on the the halo insider program i'm not um oh. I, god i wish we had joey cisco on he's like our He's got. He's our like Halo fanatic yeah. in our Discord. He he's loves like Halo. A, he's like a guru. Yeah, honestly. I wrote like a yeah. dissertation on it. But <laughs> yeah. love to talk to him about it. Yeah. Out, out of out of all of us, I am a fan of multiplayer games, especially first person shooters. These guys, they like first person games. They just don't really get into the multiplayer as much as I do. Um, mm -hmm. but my question for you is, the multiplayer in five was solid right it was it was pretty good that's what i've heard from yeah. people is fives multiplayer was really good the story yeah. was less than great correct and they showed off the story trailer uh uh what was it summer game fest last year e3. was it e3 oh okay. or whatever so yeah, Microsoft did their own showing in July that they they showed the trailer for, and then they showed a bit of a look uh, uh, this year for E3. 
okay. or whatever they consider their showcase. They showed yeah. Master Chief twirling through space, flying and, through, right. and there's like, a Cortana esque yeah. figure now. And see, right. with that trailer that they showed this year at E3, I thought that was super cool because they. I felt like personally, like I don't have a big connection to Master Chief, but I mm-hmm. feel like they showed more humanity in that 15 second trailer of him floating through space than I have seen in any of the games prior because he's hesitant when he's looking at the dead Marines and when he's having mm-hmm. to take a magazine or an AR from them. With the multiplayer feeling as tight and as good in this tech demo, how, mm-hmm. how what are your what are your thoughts and your like your feelings for the story of halo infinite because that's kind of what us as a great game debate we're probably more interested in knowing yeah i think i am still and even with multiplayer i think my answer is i'm still in you have to prove it to me mode okay. i don't I I think I think there's a lot of great people at 343 who have done a lot of great things with this series, especially in the multiplayer realm in five. Um, that being said, storytelling wise, we need to, you know, uh, step it up a notch. It's not even I, I think it's I don't want to be dismissive to to the good writers yeah. over there, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I do want like it wasn't what I was envisioning. I didn't the 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 forerunners haven't clicked with me like the mm-hmm. covenant did um i love that brutes are coming back into the picture in a big way right i love um i love how they're they're positing this as because it was coming to i guess kind of spoilers for five but if you're genuinely aware of what halo is going like you kind of know this but if you don't tune out like you know i don't I wasn't looking forward to that confrontation that they were building to, you know, like I, I thought that was a storyline that it wasn't appealing to me. Mm-hmm. What they're doing now with Cortana happened, something happened and we need to figure out what is much more intriguing to me than this, like, you know, prize fight between Cortana and Master Chief. I didn't want that. You know, Cortana yeah. has always been, and I'm an awesome character or reliable character. And I, I don't like, I really wish her story would have ended a while ago. Um, I would have been fine with chief story ending a while ago. I've, I've said that a couple of times where I think halo has a master chief problem. Um, because I think if you look to, and granted, uh, blizzard is a, Oh no, excuse me, not blizzard. <laughs> um, Bungie is a very different, entity than than 343 right there's some there's lifeblood there right there that they've connected on but what bungie did with reach was incredible and and they showed that they can tell amazing stories and odst you can tell Mm -hmm. amazing stories in this universe without master chief and i think i think they did i think and i don't know if it was microsoft i don't know 343 you know like you know that's a that's a big um thing to take on right yeah. you know one of the most iconic characters in games i i look to what gears did gears of war did with their that you know we had the main trilogy from epic right and then coalition took over for four and five and i think coalition has done a, a has been more successful in translating that because we have new characters to focus on we have that nostalgia with marcus and and some of the older characters right but like it really feels like their own story and they're not beholden necessarily to exactly what 
what those old games were, right? You can tell new stories in that while keeping that nostalgia alive. And I and three four three is yet to do that. But I think to, that's a long roundabout way. Can yeah. you tell I like yeah, talking? Yeah, you know? no, no, it's, it's all good. It's, it's yeah. kind of like I the way that you're putting it sounds kind of like the the Star Wars problem. It's like we need to uh, get off. We need to get off the Skywalkers. This is a yeah. big universe. No, exactly. We have this. We have this amazing like tv show that everybody loves the mandalorian and it just goes to show that there's so much more that you can do with this universe that's outside of this these like you know three to four individual characters right yeah oh yeah yeah. and like there are thousands of years of jedi stories to tell i read the high republic um the charles uh sole i think his name is book of this new era where it's not connected to skywalkers at all it's fantastic, and I think that's the direction Star Wars needs to oh, go into. But so yeah, I, I, I. But to the to get back to the point of Halo, yeah, I want to see stories in this world. I'd love to see a you know what the Covenant are up to during different peaks of their time, right? You know, I, I the like give me a story about blue team that doesn't necessarily around uh, revolve around Chief, like you know what I mean? There's there's a lot of really cool avenues. And Reach is a perfect example of yeah, that. Yeah, go of this crack a cold team. one with Craig, you know? Yeah, exactly. See what Craig's up to? Yeah. So uh, that's a long way of saying they still have a lot to prove. Uh, that being said, I think they're hitting a lot of the right marks on what they've shown. And it's it's been limited on what they've shown. But I, I'm i willing to believe, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Halo 3 advertising campaign again. You just, you got to believe. Yeah. No, uh, from what I've seen as a multiplayer fan, I think it looks fantastic. I think the gunplay looks phenomenal. And um, these guys like to call me the Call of Duty guy. But, uh, you know, it's like I really liked Modern Warfare 2019. And I don't care at all for, like, Black Ops Cold War. But, yet again, I'm still the Call of Duty guy. So, like, with the... You'll the, never live it down. I'll never live it down. With the uh, the, the transition from the, the gunplay from 5 and infinite did they take a lot of really good steps in that direction with it yeah i I think so i think it it feels i I keep saying deliberate but it feels like it's slowed down in a good way it feels like it's a little bit more purposeful it's not as high octane i mean you're still gonna be you know people are getting sweaty in this game like no doubt about it but like it feels a little bit more contained and 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 meteor, I guess no. The the sound design in the in five was is fantastic. Three for three is an awesome sound design department. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels more. I think I think deliberate is the word, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a better way to describe it, but it it really does. With that dash being gone, with some of the weapon tweaks that they've made, it really does feel like three felt, like two felt, and I think that's really important mm-hmm. and. It just feels like in these early days, they found they rediscovered what that secret sauce is, and I don't think I'm doing a great job explaining what it is no, because I like, mean that's why it's a secret sauce, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it it it's clicking in a way that I was hoping it would, but wasn't sure if they would actually hit on. And granted, okay. I only played two maps uh after i get done with you gentlemen which i'm i'm lo- loving this time loving yeah, the yeah. podcast but 343 did release a new map so you better believe i'm about to i'm about to hop <laughs> on that as, as soon as we're done here so um, oh, yeah. um i was just curious like so i know that they they took a big step pushing the game back uh, from its release last year and um it seemed like that was a really like they're really taking the um kind of feedback 
from the community to heart. I was just wondering, so now they're really coming out and kind of re-presenting the game. How do you feel about the way that they've that they've done that? And I mean, I'm not a I'm not um, in any way, shape or form, um, you know, I don't have a history with Halo, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. That's my my problem. But um, um, how do you think the community's uh, kind of receiving the game after all this time, after they got pushed back and everything? Yeah, Uh, that's a good question. I think the I think the Halo community, for the most part, is a very positive community. And I think if you care an ounce about devs and, and the work that they do, you should celebrate delays. You know, like it sucks. Definitely. that you know we're not getting especially in that moment right that it was the series x was coming and it had its flagship title mm-hmm. which was very exciting especially when sony was sitting over there with with spider-man right which i love miles morales but that oh, yeah. wasn't a full game but you know what i mean like um i, mean, I guess it was it was 15 hours it was a full game that was a great game i love the, the perfect size oh my god i yeah, love that game it was, it was so the perfect good. size also shout out to insomniac for the best trophies like i'm just gonna say it's they're always the platinum's attainable fun but you got to put the time in it's so good like i don't need i don't need trophies or achievements that are like kill 18 million grunts with headshots like i don't need it i don't talk for that (laughs) same i appreciate that um i guess i can't speak for the community right because i'm only in my little pocket of it um but i i will say i I I think every game should be delayed. You know, I think everyone needs the time to work on what they're doing. And right now, there's so many amazing indie games out there and regular games. Right, I, like I haven't got through. I, I blew all this bluster about Mass Effect. I still haven't got through Legendary Edition because <laughs> so much has come out, and oh, yeah. we're not even in For the sure. fall yet, gents. Oh yeah, but yeah. Um, I think it was, I think it was brave to push back Halo, especially with, with the online reaction, what it was. You know, I think a lot of people have a toxic outlook on delays still where it's like it came from a place of weakness and they thought like it was directly tied to people crapping on Craig the Brood, right? Yeah, I think I think (laughs) there's a lot we don't know in the background, right? And I think, you know, the devs weren't happy with it and they got a chance to to create the vision that they set out to. And, and, you know, in in any creative work, right? You're never going to hit that perfect vision. Mm -hmm. I, I I know I don't, but like seeing seeing the lighting now, seeing the the graphics now, how this game feels now, I, I, it was nothing but the right decision to push that back, and I'm very happy that they did it, and I hope it they reap the benefits of it, and you know I yeah. hope that it gave them time with their families, time to breathe, to work on their yeah. mental health, mm-hmm, and I think that. Sure is the most important part of that for sure so so and to make a great game you know yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I i really want this to be i like i said i grew up with xbox i want this to knock it out of the park i want oh, to see yeah, it at the yeah. top of the twitch charts every day like you know i love I there's mean, a lot of cool stuff yeah i keep forgetting this is going to be day one game pass like there's oh. going to be so many people playing this game dude you know it's what i'm so surprised that they just made infinite's multiplayer free to play and not like, oh, you can play Infinite's multiplayer for free on Game Pass. And it's like, they had, an, they had like, an opportunity there, I feel, to, like, put some sort of paywall that wasn't even, like, that big of a deal of a paywall. And they still didn't. I mean, like, Xbox is just killing it, man. Like, yeah. they're going full force, hitting home run after home run this generation. I'm so excited to see what they got. 
Um, yeah. I got one more Halo question for you. <laughs> so it it feels like they're basically turning this into two games. They've got the infinite multiplayer and then the infinite campaign. Do you think if they're going to delay it again, they're going to push multiplayer out because it's going to be its mm. own thing? And then mm. the infinite uh, story is going to be delayed, still worked on, but you still get the halo that everyone was wanting. You still get that multiplayer. You still get that community building that question. Three, four, it's a good three. question. Yeah. How, how, yeah. Would they do it? Do you think they would do that? And how do you think the, like, I know this is like the impossible question. How do you think everyone's going to react if they do do that? I, I honestly don't, I don't think they would do that. I oh, think because okay. I, th I don't think they would do that because I think they understand the level of hype like we all outlined here. Free-to-play multiplayer, but also there's a whole team of people working their butts off oh, yeah. every day on this campaign. Like, I think they want this to be the full package. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I would, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because I, I think you're going to bring in a lot of people with that multiplayer, but also, too, if you have Game Pass, which a lot of people do, it's like, come play the story, you know? Um uh, that we've worked hard on and and hopefully is the answer to what what y'all have been waiting for mm -hmm. right i i i my gut is saying that they wouldn't do that and i think they would just delay everything outright frankly so okay. i don't i don't you know i don't know i gen genuinely no, like, yeah, i don't have any course, insider information course, or anything course, you know but but um i i don't i think they Unless they have analytics that say this multiplayer is absolutely going to, like, like I said, be the top of Twitch every day and hit, you know, millions of concurrence and all that kind of stuff, like, which I think it will. And that is just too alluring for them, you know. But I, I think, I think you're going to want to, you're going to want to bring people in who are hyped on the multiplayer, but also are like, hey, what is this story? Like, who is, you know, we know who Master Chief is, right? I played with him in Fortnite. Ugh, I can't believe I said that. But, like, you know, <laughs> what is what is this story going on? And and I think, I think less people would inherently play the story if it's not bundled with that multiplayer. Okay. So, okay. That's um, my thoughts. No, I appreciate those thoughts. That makes sense. No. I mean... Uh, so, Alex. Yes, sir. Day one free multiplayer you go in the shop 20 dollars craig skin you pony off the dough <laughs> buying two i'll buy you one too <laughs> you kidding me yeah hell yeah i'm gonna buy that skin i'm not like i usually don't put money into battle passes um i'm thinking about it for pokemon unite but i i usually yeah, it's pretty rare for me i gotta to buy a battle pass but I'm, battle. I'm telling you if if the 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 like the level 100 battle pass reward is a Craig skin. You better believe I'm ponying up whatever I have to do to, to get it. Yeah, I'm going to put whatever hours in. It's going to be it's going to be great. So, oh, the battle pass system that it. they're putting in this game is like the best battle pass system. It never expires. Oh, oh my God. Easily. That's awesome. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I absolutely I wholeheartedly agree. I still think battle passes are probably still a little bit predatory, you know, as a lot of microtransactions are. But, you know, you're getting this game for free support the devs you know like there, there's that the angle of it too and and i love the fact that yeah like once you have it you have it and you can work through it i love that 
in two years when I'm still playing it, like I could finally be checking off, you know, things from a, a year ago. It's it's very consumer friendly in that way. So it, yeah, it sure. keeps a, a level of progression that you can just always work towards too, which is nice because that's kind of how I felt with like Call of Duty after a while. It's like, okay, well, I beat this gun or I maxed out this gun. Okay, I maxed out this gun. I don't like playing with any of these other ones, so I'm just done playing it. But like you have consistent battle passes that you can just keep knocking out over and over. I feel like that's good progression for uh, the yeah. game. For sure. Cool. Well, since you're uh, on a roll, Jonah, why don't you go ahead and uh, clue us into what you've been playing? All right. Well, um, I'm going to surprise you a little bit because... Uh, you've been playing D&D, haven't you? The, no, I, <laughs> I, I haven't been... Uh, I'm not going to say that. That sounds weird. <laughs> um, uh, I have been playing my switch hey boom i got some switch pad pro i can see your lovely faces right there that earlier. Look, at those, look at those fingerprints all oh, over yeah. the screen uh, like, oh I man that's a, crazy i have a five-year-old um <laughs> <laughs> so i got the switch pad pros because my joy cons took a dookie as they do mm -hmm. um the dr your drift cons you mean yeah my drift cons i want <laughs> i want to put the the Tokyo Drift song in right there. <laughs> um, so those took a crap, and I bought three games. And okay. yeah, I bought three games. I've only played one to completion, but I uh, I took your recommendation, Caden, and I got Griftlands. Oh yeah, boy! So I bought that, and then I took Wes's recommendation and picked up blossom tales nice and yeah, the game that i did complete was oxen free because i've heard nothing but fantastic things about this I'm game very intrigued bro the, i don't <laughs> it clearly I, melted I, your mind it, it really did though it's it takes that like summer like teenage horror movie yeah, and it dude. just puts an interesting twist on it the voice mm. acting's phenomenal the little animations like the art style is fun and terrifying at the same time yeah. with like how kinda like Echonauts vibes <laughs> kind of i i guess yeah kind of the the fun and terrifying it, it kind of does have like a double fine like flavor to it i okay. suppose yeah but just like the twists and turns that this this game makes and you're learning about what's going on and you're using this this radio to dial into mm. like distant radio signals and like it'll just be like a, a normal radio thing that you'll pick up but it's like yeah it's like a woman's voice saying like just repeating something and it's like it's dark the music's fantastic but it's just like eerie and i was camping while i was playing this so it's like Ooh. dark i'm laying in a hammock and it's just this creepy music oh and yeah the the characters are just phenomenal dude I, I love all of the characters they all have they all feel like real people that you would run into in high school you got mm -hmm. like yeah you got 
the party boy and he's ready to go and just like do all this crazy stuff and he's like oh look i got a weed brownie no you guys can't have any i'm gonna take it for myself and then he gets high and it's like bro what are you doing come on share <laughs> and like everyone's getting upset at him and then you got like the snobby like uptight girl but you get to learn why she's like that and why she treats your character kind of like sounding that. like until dawn but good <laughs> ouch <laughs> yes shade yeah. on until yeah. dawn <laughs> yeah I... okay well you know no spoilers of course but like what is the horror element we're dealing with here like like maybe genre unless that's too much of a spoiler um, even you know like paranormal stuff kind of or kind of it okay. it it feels ghost like i should say that that's as far as i'm going to say you're like tuning in and you kind of white noise find them i guess that's how you do okay. it and it expands on it in a super interesting way a negative i have on this game is the while the dialogues like excellent and the writing's awesome the text bubbles for you to pick they pop up and then they go away pretty quick but uh, you kind of want to listen to what the other person's saying before you hit the button and then you'll sometimes just cut over what they're saying and it's like well okay i didn't want to listen to the rest of what they're saying or you wait too long and then you miss your opportunity to say something and continue the conversation yeah so I hope they fix that in the sequel. They've got a sequel coming out, which I found out, and I was like, "Oh, oh I didn't even know that." Yeah, and it oh, looks what's the developer. Uh, I looked this up, and I cannot remember. We'll talk back to it. <laughs> are you interested in playing After Party at all? Which is from the same developer. Uh, that I, game looks sick. Yeah, I am actually. That game, yeah, that game looks looks like a whole bunch of fun, just a lot less yeah. scary. <laughs> A lot less scary. I, yeah, You're only in a, hell. You're only in hell. Yeah, right. Drinking with the devil, you know. How now, now, Jonah, how how much of a spooky tolerance do you have? Um, okay. Uh if you had asked me this like five years ago, I would say like uh bitch baby levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I have grown to be a big boy and i can handle games <laughs> after yeah. playing oh god after like bashing my head against the wall playing pt like six times with friends oh yeah nothing scary after that after playing <laughs> resident <laughs> evil 7 a lot of things aren't scary after that so i yeah. forced myself like it, it you just got to trial by fire, man. Just, like, push okay. through it. And then once you see, like, the really bad stuff, the stuff that's not that scary isn't that bad. Now, don't For get me wrong. Therapy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. When I was playing Little Nightmares 2, oh, that... Oh, my God. <laughs> that game, it was, it was giving me some chills. I was like, this is... This is creepy. That, that had one of the scariest chase sequences I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah, oh, I, with the scroll? Like, yeah. yeah 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 bro oh my god i yeah. played with my uh 
my partner and her sister because that's how I've been playing some of my spooky games yeah. is with with an audience because awesome. it makes it more fun. Oh, and so much that sequence happened, and I about damn near threw the controller there. We were running around screaming as the whole thing. It was incredible, but it was terrifying. Yeah. So I guess my my question was more so or. I that is a good illuminating look into who you are as a person. Yeah. Uh so like, but if I could get through Little Nightmares 2, I could get through Resident Evil 8. Oh, is, easy. Could I okay, okay. Oxen Free is not because I got Stranger Things vibes from it, but I didn't know how like like how scary. You know it was what? Actually. That's that's kind of a good comparison. Like okay. it kind of has those stranger stranger things vibes. I mean, this game's only like I think it's like five or six hours. It's not very long. Hmm. I got it on sale for like I think eight bucks or something on the eShop. Um this game doesn't do a lot of jump scares. I granted there are like you can like change scenarios and stuff and like pick different characters at certain points, so there yeah. might be at some point. But this game drives atmosphere spook to the max like it it's just spooky the entire time you'll be doing something and then the thing happens where you have to redo it and your character's yeah. like the hell's going on yeah mm-hmm. and okay. like the music's all distorted and the screen's got like the tearing and whatnot on it and it's just like what's happening am i stuck am i gonna be able to get through this yeah what the hell and it's it uh I had a, a lot of fun with that game, and I usually don't really pick up like these yeah. kinds of games, so I'm glad okay. I did. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I you know I know they're making a new one, and uh, we actually had those the the devs on uh, GI Show, and they're really great. So I am oh. uh, I'm curious on what that new game is. So I, I think I need to pick up Oxen Free. So it's a really good, it's I, really good look into it. I remember that you guys had them on. What what were they promoting? I can't remember. It was the, I think it was the fifth anniversary of Oxenfree. Oh, and then okay. I think that's what it was. And, and we were just looking for interesting guests. Yeah, too. no, for and, sure. You know, they're, they're, they were, they were awesome on there. So I can't remember. I think that was this year. So yeah, definitely go. Check. It was definitely pandemic era. So mm-hmm. definitely go check out that episode. That so. game goes on sale pretty regularly too, yeah. for like for mm-hmm. like next to nothing. So I got it. And I, I'm pretty sure I got it on games with gold um, on Xbox. That doesn't help you if you didn't get it on games with gold, but <laughs> I, I it it also may be on Game Pass, but don't quote me on that. Or was at some point. I'm not I think sure. I gave it away on the Epic Store too. I think mm-hmm. I've got it through there. Yeah, I um, gave it away with free samples of Tide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, Jonah. Uh, that's an interesting, you know, uh, off-color pick for you, and uh, glad you enjoyed it. Um, oh, yeah. It's just one of those like indie games that you always hear from everyone who's played it. It's just like one of the best ones out there, and just haven't made time for it but you know hearing you say how good it is and and how relatively short it is and i have to honestly i lunch i don't think i would have enjoyed it as much if it didn't have the dialogue in it like if it was just like sure. okay i pick this and then i read text and yada yada, oh, yada. Yeah, if it didn't have the voice acting in there i don't think i would have enjoyed it as much just because i didn't want to sit there and just read the entire time that's kind of why I didn't really start with Grifflands too much. Is I, I mm-hmm. picked it up and I was like, okay, I see where this is going. It's mostly reading. Okay. I'll... Oh, they do the they do like the banjo kazooie type of thing. Yeah, in that one. yeah. Or they're like, speaking ah. gibberish. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> fair enough. I was like, you know what? I'll I'll try something else. Um. So I started I started Oxen Free instead, and 
Awesome. Sounds like a good choice. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I'll just get through my pick really fast. I've only been playing it for a few hours, but um, I started Chris Tales. If you guys have seen this at all. Yeah, Um, definitely. Yes. So uh, it it is pretty cool. I do have some caveats with it, but just to give um, kind of a rundown of kind of the gimmick of the game, uh, you essentially play, you know, this faded hero character um, and her power is she can see into the past and the future. Um, So they have this bizarre mechanic where at any time you're just running around, the screen is split into three triangles. There's like the top left and the top right and the center triangle. And the center triangle is the present, and that's where you're running around doing stuff. But you can see into the past and the future at any time on the left and right hand side of the screen. So uh, kind of the conceit of the game is you're trying to, like you're you're able to see into the future and you're seeing that terrible things have happened and it's made the world a much worse place. Like you're seeing all the buildings are decrepit, everything's destroyed, people are dead, they look like they're suffering, but you don't know what's caused it. So you go on this quest to figure out what's made the future terrible. And um, they have kind of a cool thing where um, you know, you do side quests that are optional to help the people in an area and it changes their future and shows that something positive has happened to them instead. So once you help enough people, it kind of has an overall effect on the area that you you've been able to subvert like the the dark future. Um, but you know, it's optional, like you don't have to do that. Um but uh that mechanic also translates to combat. So uh, in combat, your characters are in the center of the screen, and then you kind of have enemies appear either on the left or the right. So on the enemies that are on the left side of the screen, you can use your power to send them into the past, or you can send the enemies on the right side of the screen to the future. And a- each enemy type in the game has three variants. There's like a past, present, and future version of them that have different capabilities. So you may want to you know, change which time period the enemy is in to gain an advantage. Um, And there's also combos with your party members. Like, there's like a nature mage you have that can plant seeds that do different things. So you can go ahead and, like, throw a seed at an enemy. Like, there's one that, like, will poison the enemy. There's one that will cause a fire explosion, and it gives you that immediate payoff. But instead, uh, you can do a couple interesting things. Like, you can plant the exploding seed in the ground next to the enemies instead of hitting them with it and then you can send them into the future and then it causes like an aoe explosion that hits them all instead of just hitting one of them oh that's and then yeah yeah the poison uh is really interesting because you hit an enemy and it poisons them and it's just going to tick them for a little bit of damage every turn but once they're afflicted with the poison, if you send them into the future, it hits them with all the tick damage at once for like a big burst of damage. Um, So yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. So um, running around in the towns and like in the combat, messing with the time mechanics is pretty cool. Uh, But it it is a little bit disappointing because there's areas of the game that are um, essentially kind of like dungeons. Like you're, you got to get through them, fighting enemies, random battles. There's a boss at the end. But (laughs) um, when you're in those areas of the game, you don't interact with the time mechanic at all. It's like, really? Oh, Oh, interesting. So there's no, there's no puzzles that involve manipulating time when you're in a dungeon. It's just um, a basic 
basic dungeon, huh? Yeah, they're just like hallways. You're running through hallways, getting into random battles, and then you fight the boss at the end. Does so, it explain that... why you can't use your time travel power, or is it just like? Nope, it's just like huh. maybe they didn't have time to implement it, or it's that's, just that's it's not there. And they are yeah. all like random battles, right? You don't see the enemies mm. on the screen. It's just right. kind of like old Final Fantasy style yeah. popping in. You've been sucked into a, a battle. So that's another weird. A uh, small complaint I have is just the frequency of random encounters is extremely like wildly variable. Like I'll be like running back and forth in a dungeon to grind, and I'll be able to like run through the entire dungeon and not get a random battle. <laughs> and it made me like feel like the game was glitching or something. I don't know. And then like oh. the next time I go to the dungeon, it's like I'm getting into a random battle like every five steps or whatever. So it's just like, it's like, it's not giving me the battles when I want to grind and when I don't want to grind and I'm just trying to get through the dungeon and open, like I see a treasure chest. I just want to get to the treasure chest. It's like, I have to do like five random battles before I can get to the treasure chest. So that's really weird. Yeah. Um, Um, You did bring up something I I wanted to to hit Mm -hmm. on quick. You said you talked about when you need to go and and grind for XP, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a lot of that? Because that is something that I am, I'm trying to grow in my, jrpg <laughs> yeah. fandom right and there's some great stuff out there like you know i love octopath you know i i need to give yakuza like a dragon a, another shot um please do yeah i uh, <laughs> i've heard everyone man everyone's like dude like what are you doing play like a dragon i i like the first two hours but i i got distracted but sorry anyways how much grinding is there in this because that's something that threw me off with bravely default 2 this year was oh i was like I like this game. I genuinely like it, but man, it is really like making me go through the ringer right now and, and really like carve out the these these job levels and stuff like that. So that do, is that the same vibe? The first game. Was it? Yeah. Um, I played the so first yeah, one. this game, especially compared to those two, Octopath and Brilliant Default, um, is very light on the grind. It's almost like a inverse because like um for most of my playtime so far, I haven't grinded ground what's the word <laughs> but, uh, grinded, i think it's good yeah so it's pretty much so far i've just been running through the dungeon i see a treasure chest i go get it i finish the dungeon beat the boss and i haven't like run into any difficulty spikes or boss okay. walls or anything like that and then yeah. the only time that i've grinded so far is because i got to a point in the game where you the game kind of like slowly presents new systems to you so it's like not till you get to the second town where they're like hey there's a blacksmith that can upgrade your weapons um so that's when i went to go grind because i wanted to get the money to upgrade my weapons but i didn't need to and then mm-hmm. the game was like fighting me because it wouldn't give me the random encounters i wanted to grind the money so yeah I, I, it, it seems like at least in the like five hours i've put in so far you don't even need to grind um the you know the combat's like really interesting with like the time combos and mechanics and stuff but it's not like super challenging or difficult so okay. it, it goes down pretty are, easy are the uh are the characters interesting i think it's fully voiced right mm-hmm. yeah so overall i've been impressed with the voice acting um the only one that's weird is uh this frog character he's like your jiminy cricket sort of the game oh and, yeah uh, i think i saw that um, he, he just has a weird like adult man voice and he's this little <laughs> cute frog <laughs> it's super weird he's kind of a fun character because he is your He's the only character that can move between time periods. So you can see into the past and the future, but to interact with the past and the future, you have to send the frog 
to the past or the future for you. And when you send him to the past, he becomes a tadpole. And when you send him to the future, he becomes a fat toad, like a big, big fatty frog. <laughs> I saw um, in the review fun. they were saying like when you send him into the past and he becomes a tadpole, he starts he like moves way slower. Yeah. Okay. So here, so here's, the, here's the thing. <laughs> The movement speed's already abysmal for the main character when you're running around. There's not like a whole B to sprint. You don't get running shoes from your mom or anything like that. And uh, <laughs> the frog hops along behind you wherever you go, but he moves slower than you, like half as fast. So if you just keep running, he just gets farther and farther and farther away from you. But the problem is they don't allow you to shift to the past or the future unless the frog is right next to you. So it happens oh. all the time where I'm trying to look into the past and the future and the frog's not just there, but it gets worse because it doesn't just not let you do it. The game pauses and a message window pops up. They have to wait to like expand and load and then text loads in that's like, you must wait till the frog is within your vicinity and then X out. And then you got to stand there and wait for the frog to hop over to you. And it's just maddening. No. Like, I don't know why they didn't just make you just instantly, you know, the frog just teleports to where you are whenever you like it, it didn't need to have him running mm. around behind you like a Pikachu or whatever. So that's pretty annoying. But um, do yeah, think... overall, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, do you think you'll finish it? Do you think you'll keep going? Yeah, um, I'm actually obligated because I got tapped by um, the uh, Spelunkers to do their uh, game club with it. For them, are you so. really? There you go. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, I don't I think it's that, that long. Then. I think it's like a 12 to 15 hour type of thing so i have um, i have heard, heard that it was 30 longer. 30 to yeah. 40 yeah so be <laughs> be prepared for that i've heard i've heard okay I, so I know, I based on my experience with it so far i think if i wasn't obligated to play it i probably would stop playing it okay <laughs> uh According to How Long to Beat, which is one of the best websites on the whole damn internet, I, uh, Chris I love Tales. That website. Yeah, uh, main story is 21 hours. Uh, main story Ooh. plus extra is 25. So nothing crazy, right? That's yeah. doable. That's manageable. I can do it. That's doable. Uh, that's you, no you Dragon got, Quest. No. See, like <laughs> you know, that. the problem is it's not a bad game. Like it's a solid, like classic seven out of ten. You know, but it's just like there's so many nine out of tens floating around here that I haven't played. That it's just like a like but uh yeah there you know if if somebody was asking me if you know that they were a new gamer and they wanted to get an rpgs and they wanted some recommendations like this game would be pretty far down the list but uh you know the the time thing is cool i think it's more of a uh a an interesting concept than the execution yeah so okay um especially like because with the the since the the random battles aren't that hard like you can literally just spam basic attack and not even use the time mechanics and get through it so i'm just like doing it because it's cool you know <laughs> so, okay. but uh yeah that's crystals pretty much so cool. um yeah what about us well uh you were mentioning games that were nines out of tens uh i'd mm -hmm. like to discuss one of those uh here quickly it's called death's door Yes. Yes. Yes, oh, yes. 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 I'm so this game, disappointed. This game may be more than a nine out of ten. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a nine point one. Easily could make the case for a <laughs> nine point two. I I probably call it a nine point five in my book. Oh, okay. Personally, my personal okay. book. 
Yeah. Um, no, this this game I have I've rarely enjoyed a game as much as I've enjoyed playing Death Store this year. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not my game of the year, but it is. It's definitely up there. Yeah. It's really great. So for anybody that doesn't know what Death Store is, um, uh, the the closest thing I could compare it to probably is kind of a classic Zelda title. Yeah. So it's kind of like a top down isometric three quarter isometric view. Um, you play as a crow, an unnamed crow who is a uh, reaper works for uh he basically reaps souls working for this kind of like administrative yeah administrative uh, office you know and who sends people out to uh or you know take these souls or whatever and um at the beginning of the game you get sent out to reap a giant soul and you have to uh uh fight this boss and and you are just about to take the soul and then you get conked on the back of the head and somebody steals the soul away and you have to figure out who stole the soul, what happened to it, because until you get that soul back, uh, uh, the whole game revolves around the kind of the concept of doors. So there's all all of these doors that um, kind of like magically appear that um, uh, take you to different locations, uh, different uh, locations in the game. Um, and until you get that soul back, your door is open, and that means that you are no longer immortal. You can die. You can age. Um, there is no actual aging factor in the game, um, but that's what the, it's just a plot point that they tell you to kind of, this is the consequence yeah. to move things along. But um, the gameplay is stellar. It's, yeah. it's not anything that I would call incredibly complex. It's actually pretty simple. You run around. You have a dodge roll. And you have a sword or other melee weapon. Um, and uh, then you have a series of spells. Um, and you can only use one spell at a time. Um, you start out with a basically it's just a bow and arrow spell. You kind of like create an energy arrow. Um, the um, By hitting enemies, you basically build the gauge that allows you to utilize your, your long-range attack. Um, and I love that so, system. It just yeah, works so it's, elegantly. It's, it's basically the same system if you played Hyperlight Hyperlight Drifter. Mm -hmm. It's the same system. Okay. So use your melee attack. You have a ranged attack. You can use your ranged attack a certain number of times, uh, and then you have to basically use your melee attack to build the build the uh, bar back up, so you can use it more. Um, but it's it's kind of like a dash and slash is what I would call. Uh, Ooh, I like that. And so Action you slash. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. I like so that enemies, enemies will. Some enemies are just on the screen, and then and sometimes you'll walk into an area, and then like the enemy, the area will like a gate will come up behind you, and it'll turn into kind of like a combat arena. Enemies will start like spawning in from various places. There's a lot of projectiles that get shot at you. You can almost any projectile in the game you can knock back at the enemies. So it. It's really fun, basically, like dodge rolling out of the way here, slashing this projectile back, um, you know, shooting an arrow at this guy, uh, dodging this projectile slash slash roll. It's it's very um, fluid and very frenetic and it's very tight, but it's not so complex that it's it's like hard to pick up. Yeah, it, it is just, hard. It is hard, though. Like it is. a challenge. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you die plenty, but it's yeah. nothing that I would call like 
you know, this is a Souls level game. I've seen a lot of people compare it to Souls, and I'm That's like, driving me crazy. Like, I don't see really, like. really like. I don't understand. Like, I, I yeah. Maybe it's like what? Maybe, are, what are the Souls like elements here? I don't get it. I guess. <laughs> I guess you you collect Souls when you beat an enemy, which is your mm. currency for upgrading, and but you don't uh, lose you don't lose your Souls when you die. You no. just you know come back through the last checkpoint or door yeah. that you found, and you retain everything that you had when you die. So there's really no true souls like element to it i respectfully i think i i actually think it has one of my favorite parts in the souls series and souls is not actually i don't know souls isn't the first games to put shortcuts into games but it takes that system that that i feel like dark souls has made very prevalent right and and used it to a a very great degree The, the the beauty of death's door is you die a decent amount Mm-hmm. But those checkpoints and 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 shortcuts are so good in it that you don't feel that that stress of of something like an actual Souls like right where you actually have to travel through fifty thousand more enemies to get back yeah. to the stupid yeah. boss. And why do yeah, I want to do that? True. I just want right. to fight the boss. You know, damn. Yeah, it is it is very generous about um, giving you you go like off in one direction, you come around, and then all of a sudden, oh, a ladder dropped. Oh. Oh, there's the door I came through. So now I don't have to go through that again. I can just go up through the ladder and go right to the next section. Okay. For sure. but yeah. yeah. So to for a scale on like the difficulty, because I haven't played this game. Um, would you say it's m- closer to like a difficulty like Hyperlight Drifter? Or would you say it's closer to know. like I think hard. it's way easier than way Hyperlight easier? Drifter? Okay. Yeah, in like, my opinion, it's just like a cut above like 2D Zelda, you know. It's okay, like so that was going to be my yeah. comparison, like 2D Zelda versus Hyperlight Drifters. So it's yeah. like a nice if in more, between. Yeah. If, yeah. There, if there was a hard mode on Link's Awakening, it would be. Yeah. That. Oh, okay. not yeah, type of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not hyper. It's not hyper pushing the boundary. I don't think I died. I don't think I died to any of the bosses more than like three or four times, just learning yeah. the patterns yeah. and getting through. Yo, and, Betty, Betty gave me hell. I don't know. Have you beaten it <laughs> yeah. yet? Yeah, that yeah, I beat insane. it. Yeah. Yeah. Betty gave yeah, me that was hell. that was probably the hardest of the fights for yeah. sure. Um, I I I love the the look of the game. It's very clean. Um, oh yeah, it's, I really the, like the, the art style. The soundtrack is so chill. It is bar none the best soundtrack I've listened to this year. I just oh, I, I just started listening to it at work all day just because oh, it's, nice. it's such a vibe listening to it as you go okay. through dude that yeah. bard character that follows you around oh my god it's optional i think you can miss it but there's points in the game where there's this little bard character has this weird bagpipe staff thing mm-hmm. and if you talk to him after certain things happen he like sings a song for you and then like a whole cut scene happens yeah, yeah the great. lyrics are just hilarious yeah. right and it's it- it's extremely charming. The characters, a lot, a lot of the characters remind me of like something squid, out of dude. like a Ghibli. Yeah, the squid's great. Um, but it's got like kind of like a Ghibli sort of vibe um, in a lot of cases. Yeah, very um, whimsical. It's very, it's, it's very tongue in cheek. A lot of the characters' names are like puns. Okay. Um, and pothead. Um, pothead. Yeah, there's a character named Pothead, and he literally has a pot. For a head, yeah, so good. That's awesome. Not so a pot good. on his head. His head is a pot. He's literally yeah. a pot. Yeah. He has a he has soup in his head. He offers yeah. it to you. Awesome. You're like, no, just, I, don't, I don't want this. Yeah. The characters are so like they're so simple and there's not really that much to them, but they're just so charming. Like yeah. 
that they just it does a lot of work you know it's like i'm loving the characters in death more and more than i'm loving the character like the main characters in chris tells and they have way more to them way more dialogue and backstory than the characters in death store but they're so charming in death store <laughs> i think there's so. a there's a character in the the commission back where you the, the oh, office yeah. area where you go back to and there's just a couple of crows in there um that you talk to like you um one of them i can't remember her name but she's just this uh like administrative she just loves administrative work mm-hmm. and red tape like and she's just and every time you talk to her she's like so when you lost that giant soul we had to file uh you know 17 articles of you know uh yeah like 30 30 page documents and uh you know this and that and uh, i just wanted to thank you so much because this is the best time I've had in a millennia or something like that. She's yeah. like, I love typing. It's just the best. Type, type, yeah. type, 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 type. Yeah. Like, awesome. you gonna say, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, Wes, you've done an amazing job of, of describing why this game is so special. And I, I think the only comment I want to add to it, because I just beat it last week on the, um, it, it's, it's in the name, right? Death's door. It handles death and deals with death a lot just like a lot of video games Mm. do but there's a certain reverence for the cycle of life and death itself in this game that was very surprising to me Mm -hmm. um and i won't get into the ending that deals with that a little bit more right but there's you know you see it after one of the first boss battles where it's not like oh this evil baddie like yeah we finally got him right like the disney version of it it's like no this person had a past and was a good person and then you know lost their way there's there's a level of empathy in the in the writing that is that was very touching and and very refreshing to me that i really really enjoyed yeah yeah i I, it's i was telling a friend of mine earlier today like this is a game that i think i could pretty much recommend to any anybody if you like playing video games yeah play death store i mean it's it's I can honestly say I, I can't see. Well, I, I know that there are a couple of people that I've talked to online that were a little less hot on it than others, um, and that's fine. But genuinely speaking, I, I don't think that you can play that game and say, "Oh, this is a bad game." I mean, this is. I genuinely think it's it's truly one of the the best indie games I've played in a long time. It's so good. Or, Indies... or video games at all. Yeah. period i mean in indies this year are saving the year because we're yeah. having a lot of delays right right now but there's been some some truly charming mm-hmm. indie games that i've really enjoyed all right yeah. wes i've got the ultimate question oh and this could be a debate even <laughs> what is better death's door or hollow knight oh, oh uh i'll still say hollow knight oh, hollow knight. oh, oh that's pretty good. i mean it's a 9.5 out of 10 but hollow knight's a 10 out of 10 i mean, <laughs> i i i would agree yeah i mean i it's gonna i i don't even know what could topple hollow knight yeah. as far as my number one indie game yeah, death store is like definitely more accessible to you know if you're it's way more accessible hollow knight is a hard-ass game oh yeah um, death but i but i love it so much just for everything that it does so okay yeah. Okay. My, pers- my personal yeah. opinion. You, I, for you, you will like Death Door a lot more. Yeah. I can yeah. Guarantee. yeah. Not to, not to go off on a tangent, but I did just, I, I bounced off Hollow Knight the first time I played it, and mm-hmm. then I was at, uh, I was uh, somewhere else for the Fourth of July, and I had just had my Switch, and I beat Mario Golf, and my friends were on. I was like, maybe I give Hollow Knight another shot. 
and I'm like 15 hours in now and I'm just like, this game is so good. This game is yes. so good. I'm using, Gosh. I'm yeah, I, I'm really liking it. I had to fall off of it because of reviews and other things like that. But uh, I, I, it, I finally got it, you know, like it took me, it took me two playthroughs to, to get there, but I was like, okay, I see. I see yeah. meat on that sometimes, phone, sometimes that happens. Yeah. I, it's I happened it, to me so many times. I, yeah. I think I got it the first time, but Alex, you're you're probably gonna be upset with me for saying this, but I have like the uh, the Dan Tack approach to game backlog yeah. where uh, I don't really have oh. a backlog. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> get out of here with I that! Just... Everyone has a damn backlog. So oh, I'll just play a game, guy. and then when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. And he played it. What do you want? Yeah, that I, is that is a much healthy healthier way to look at things than me, yeah, who has the GG app. I don't know if you guys have that, but I'm like I've logged oh, all the, my backlog, and I'm like I need to play all these games still, and it stresses me out. So that's probably yeah. a healthier way to live. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just play the game until you're like, you know what? I had I had my fun with it. I don't need to see yeah. credits on it. I, I had a blast, and bye bye, Hollow Knight. I get like five or six hours in, I need to beat it. I can't have that just sitting out there. It's hard, man. I I want to, I I don't want to like dismiss games into like a checklist, right? But like I love, like I love being able to say, "Yep, beat on to oh, the next one." You know? I, I'm not gonna lie, that is like one of the most satisfying things ever. Is like yeah. rolled credits on it, baby. Like when I yeah. rolled credits You're on Oxen Free, I was like, yeah, and like I kind of wanted to play it again just because like i believe there's multiple endings but i'm not sure and like oh okay so yeah gotcha. i won't bring it back yeah. up but hollow knight good very good yeah um and just before we end um just because we we're talking about uh hollow knight i also played ender lily's uh quietest of the mm. nights which is another uh metroidvania style game that recently came out and I, all i'll say is if you like hollow knight if you enjoyed hollow knight if you enjoyed its vibe and gameplay, then you might want to check out Ender Lilies. Heck yeah. So I, I don't have, we don't have time to, for me to jump into everything, but it is a similar style game. It's, there's a lot, it's got a lot going for it, and I really liked it. So. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks guys for sharing what you've been playing, but now it's time for game time. Take it away, Wes. All right, so in honor of Alex being here, I, I thought we should play something a little different, something we haven't done before. Uh, we like to play video game 20 questions. We like to play, um, you know, name that ship tune and some uh -huh. of those other things sometimes. Mm -hmm. But this is something we've never we've never done before. New game. So, <laughs> so do you guys remember the uh, um, Saturday Night Live get uh, with Jeopardy? Yes. Where, with with Will Ferrell as, yes. as Alex yeah. Trebek and, and yep. yeah. yeah. So there's always a there's always a um, Jeopardy topic on there called Potent Potables. Um, <laughs> so this game is called Potent Quotables. Ooh. <laughs> Nailed it. That's really good. And so um, what I'm gonna do, I have uh, in between four and five quotes. Um, all the quotes are from the same video game character. The quotes start kind of vague and build mm. to something more obvious. So mm -hmm. uh, what I need you guys to do is as I read the quotes, you guys are going to try to guess who said who said these things. Um, and the first one to get it right 
uh, gets the point. Okay. All right. So, You're keeping track um, of points, right? I am keeping track okay. of points. All right, Caden. So, um, so call your call out your name when you because I'm on a I'm on a different page, so I can't see you guys. So call out your name when you oh, think okay. you know it. Uh, I will allow. I guess I will allow multiple guesses on this game. All right. So okay. Alex, you don't. You might not know this, but Caden uh, and I have a long, ongoing rivalry with Wes's <laughs> games, and um, where what what is the what is the score? We've had like what two ties and you've got two wins i've got one Ooh, okay all right, so, all right all right all right okay i trust you i think i think that rivalry continue because i'm sure i'm gonna be dog water at this game so <laughs> oh, you know <laughs> alex is gonna win alex is gonna whip you both so it's not gonna matter either way so all right let's go all right here we go all right here's the first one. First quote altruism is the root of all wickedness Oh, so oh. That sounds like some near stuff or something I'm like gonna that. I'm going to be yeah. so bad at this. <laughs> Second quote. Why worship a flag or a god when we can worship that which is best in us? Uh, our will to be great. Wow. This is inspirational, dude. Uh, Stadnik. Sephiroth? No. Sorry. Okay. Not Sephiroth. Hmm. Number three. What would the Russian bear and the American eagle do if they discovered our paradise? Our secrecy is our shield. <laughs> what? So some Vulcan Raven in GS1 crap or something. <laughs> right, I, I, haven't, I haven't picked up on it yet. Number four. No gods or kings, only man. Man. Dude, I have no idea what this is. Definite personality here. Like, yeah. You feel the theme throughout. Uh, Number five. A man chooses a slave obeys. Oh, sad Nick. Oh! Andrew Reiner. I see. Andrew Reiner. Andrew Reiner. Andrew Reiner. It's not Reiner. Did Andrew Reiner say this? Somebody fill me in. What game is this? Wait, how do you really feel about your boss? Hoping he doesn't see this. Hold on. Before you before you tell him what game it is. Have you never played Bioshock, my guy? Oh, I have. <laughs> I just, it wasn't clicking. Okay. Andrew Ryan. Gotcha. Yeah, gold guy. Ryan. I can evolve uh, muscular gold Altruism guy. is interesting. Okay. I don't remember that quote at all. It's an interesting one. Huh. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of audio logs in the game. So yeah. I totally, yeah, yeah. I totally hear it now. Okay. That's, That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next one. Man, you guys are the best, stupidest group I could ask for. <laughs> Wow, Wes. <laughs> I, I mean, you I, I, I know how you feel about me, but come on. <laughs> Second quote. Well, everybody wears a mask deep within their heart. Oh, this is a Persona character for sure, dude. I just don't know which one. Oh. Number three. At the very least, I'm more admirable than some carnal blonde monkey. Okay, Caden. Yep. Is this Persona 5 Morgana? Yes, it is uh, Morgana. I didn't know what his name was, but I knew who it was. <laughs> oh, I need to go back. That's a big one on the backlog. I'm the like last, 40 hours deep in that game. The last quote was, don't call me a cat. <laughs> there you go. He's making fun of uh, Ryuji with that last quote. I love Ryuji, dude. Uh, I can't. Okay. All right, next one. Fate is another lie told by the gods. Nothing is written that cannot be unwritten. Uh, Stadnik Kratos. You 
got it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear the rest of the quote, though. <laughs> what game is that? Which, which God of War is that from? The the newest one. Okay, cool. 2018. Uh, the, other posts, the other posts were... The I know cycle, what the last one's going to be. The cycle ends here. We must be better than this. The third one was dwarves are resourceful creatures. Annoying, but resourceful. <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess what the last one was? Boy. You got it! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Magnificently Bro. done, my friend. That was done yeah. very well. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Here we go. I'm just a man who's good at what he does. Killing. Uh, Stadnik. Um, yeah. uh, Arthur Morgan? No, sorry. Okay. Two. We're not tools of the government or anyone else. Fighting was the only thing I was good at, but at least I fought for what I believed. I know what series this is from. I, I just think have I know what series Three. it's from, too. Three. I'm no hero. Never was. Never will. Kaden. Kaden. Yeah. <laughs> this is Solid Snake from MGS1. You got it. I was Solid afraid Joe. it was going to be Liquid Snake or Solidus or something. The last quote was, kept you waiting, huh? Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I'm going to be so bad at this. My favorite Solid Snake quote is, what? Ah, classic. <laughs> what? Yeah, he shouts that a lot. <laughs> All right. Next one. I'm just a girl, not a threat. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> just put that as a soundbite at the end of the podcast. Quote <laughs> two. After all we've been through, everything that I've done can't be for nothing. No idea so far. Oh, I think Alex knows. Keep going. Give quote, me the next one. Quote, quote three. I can make it quick, or I can make it so much worse. Wow, this is James Bond crap. This is. You're gonna say it, and I'm gonna lose my mind. Oh. Quote four. I have to finish it. I have to finish it. It's that iconic. I didn't say it was iconic. Fair enough. I have no idea. I have. Or can you read back the other ones? I'm just a girl, not a threat. After all we've been through, everything that I've done, it can't be for nothing. Oh, uh, uh, Aloy. No, Horizon? sorry. Oh, sorry. I can make it quick, or I can make it so much worse. And I have to finish it. Oh, is uh, this, okay. uh, who, who are you picking? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna guess Ellie from The Last of Us. It was right. Ellie from The Last oh! of Us. Oh. Yep. I can't. Be oh my god. I can literally picture her saying that it can't be for nothing line. Yeah. Oh, that's frustrating. Well, the first quote threw me off. I'm just a girl, not a threat. I can't remember her saying right. that at all. That was where yeah. she was She was dancing with Dina yeah. at, uh, in The Last of Us 2. Yeah, so good. Also, I'm due for a replay of that game. I've been waiting yeah. for like the PS5 upgrade or whatever, but I think um, it's time. All right, here we go. So you want a piece of me, literally? Okay, bro, <laughs> come and get it if you can. Kaden, Kaden. <laughs> go I, ahead. I, I might be wrong on this, but I'm just guessing uh, uh, Leon from Resident Evil 4. 
Uh, sorry, no. Okay, okay. Let's keep going. Second quote. Flock off, Featherface, or you can stick around and find out the hard way. Oh, Kaden, Kaden, Kaden. Go ahead. Dante, Devil May Cry 1. That's it. Never would have got it. Speaking to the boss, Griffin. Huh. The, uh, the other quotes were... Yeah, that is... Yeah, speaking to Griffin. I should have saved... Oh, I should have saved you. I should have been the, been the one to fill your dark soul with light! <laughs> You have seen what Dante and Leon have like same energy for sure. <laughs> and then, and then the the last one was let's rock. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Love me some Dante. All right. Let's see which of you gets this one? Here we go. Uh, DMC stand. No, I haven't played any of them. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Nothing beats the sweet music of hundreds of voices screaming in unison. <laughs> What? Love, love the performance list. Okay. I do, I do. There we go. go, yeah. The second quote. Self-control is something for which I do not strive. Oh. Number three. Son of a submariner, they'll pay for this. Yeah, you totally lost me on this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> love the quotes, though. All right, number four. Life, dreams, hope. Where do they come from? And where do they go? Such meaningless things. I'll destroy them all. <laughs> what an edgy character, character Alex, dude. Is it What was that second? something about a like a Final Fantasy, Yeah, Final Fantasy character. It was, the third one was, uh, son of a submariner. They'll pay for this. A submariner, that is so specific. I feel like yeah. that has to give it away. I feel like know, it's another Bioshock character, just that. I thought, I was like, is this Xander Cohen or whatever? Yeah. Xander Cohen? Yeah, but I don't think you. Wes wouldn't do two for one game. What I don't do you? know. I don't know. You're a madman. Yeah, well, I no can guesses? see that. No idea. No guesses? Do you have Separate. another quote or are we done? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Who is it? Kefka Palazzo, Final Fantasy VI. Uh, oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was some Final Fantasy-ass character. Yeah, only one from Wes's favorite game of all time. <laughs> Should've I had known. to throw it in there. Yeah. yeah you, so Jonah always tries to think, what would Wes do? What would he put in here? Yeah. Yep. And, he didn't, and you weren't even. You weren't even these are quotes. I've never time. played the game. <laughs> yeah. Have you played it, Alex? Because I don't think any of us have actually played it. Yeah. I'm. I'm Sorry, probably Wes. going to. I've been waiting yeah, forever to have six right. slash three on my. On Show's my canceled. Now you Show's can, canceled. We're now done. you can have it on uh, your mobile device, Alex. Dude, Wes, we doing. Uh, <laughs> Fantasy Six Pixel Remaster for Game Club when it launches. <laughs> you mean when it launches on Switch? I want it on oh, Switch. Man, I will. Ta I will play it on Steam on Steam Deck though. I, I got my pre-order for Steam Deck, so if I, did, I feel like that's a perfect place to play that. So yeah, Heck that yeah. would be good. But just All put right. it on Switch because we want it. They said if there's demand for it, I'm demanding yeah. it. Like give me yeah. it on Switch. Those are perfect. But I think they got. I don't know. Anyways. All right. All right. We got. We got some more here. Okay. You know, all that ever mattered to me was loyalty. It was all I knew. It was all I ever believed in. Second quote. Just do one thing or the other. Don't try to be two people at once. Mm -hmm. Third quote. We're thieves in a world that don't want us no more. Okay. Don't know. Ah. 
Kaden got it first. <laughs> this is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, Arthur Morgan. Arthur Morgan! I was gonna oh, guess on the really last one. You'd say Marsden. I was hoping you'd say Marsden in the yeah. swoop game. Last quote was, what's going on, Dutch? What's happening, <laughs> what's happening to you? <laughs> There's always a goddamn train. <laughs> I need to play that. <laughs> that game is so special. Like, oh. I don't think, I don't know if I'll ever get to replay it again because it's what, 100 hours, 60 hours, or whatever. But yeah, that it's is long. It's really long. Easily some of the best character development ever in a game. <laughs> All right, next one. You really are fond of chatting with, with me, aren't you? If I didn't know better, I'd think you had feelings for me. Oh no, dear me. Pretend you didn't hear that. <laughs> okay. This pleases me greatly. Well then, take this. We are amidst strange beings in a strange land. The flow of time itself has okay. been convoluted, with heroes centuries old phasing in and out. The very fabric wavers, and relationships shift obscure. That was a long one. Kaden, Kaden. Yeah. Solaire of Astora from Dark Souls 1. Oh my god. You got it! Never <laughs> I, love, I love how you do this, <laughs> and it's right, like, you're right below yeah, your light. Yeah, under my light, illuminating me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Solaire. Jolly, give us the Jolly Cooperation quote. I didn't have one. I had, ah, it's over. My sun, it's setting. It's so dark. So dark. And the last one, I think yeah. you probably know what it was. Praise the Jolly Cooperation quote? No, pra praise the sun. Oh, oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> praise it. All right, we got three more. Oh, man. Um, Maybe I can, like, get one, you know? Guys want to go easy on me? You might, you might get one. I might get one. Stick with it. Here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, I'll just go and get some fresh air. That's the quote. Quote two. It's really powerful, especially against living things. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead. Barry Burton, Resident Evil One. <laughs> You got oh, it. No. <laughs> it's literally impossible for anyone to catch. almost a sandwich. The other, the other, the other two quotes were: "We'll break out the nachos and beer." And, and, and you were almost a Jill sandwich. Classic. Uh, yeah, the nachos, the nachos and beer quote was from uh, Revelations two. Nice. This is very, very from all of the Resident Evil series. Favorite moment is when he takes the big crane with the big bundle of like trees that have been logged to bust through a gate. He says, "Now who's the master of unlocking?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about throwing that one in, but it seemed a little too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> All right, two more. Yeah, good luck, pal. That's almost impossible to. Oh, you did it! Nice. Those <laughs> <laughs> are fantastic. And like Flynn, get it? That sounds so familiar. I, know. I feel like I've heard that very recently. Third quote. Great, power's out, the girl's trapped. I swear to God, if there's a zombie around the next corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the final quote. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, Jonah. Yeah. Is it Nathan Drake? 
It is Nathan Drake. What? Let's go. There's one, baby. Everybody gets one. Zombie quote, dude. He's on the board, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to do the well, well, well quote, but that was from Sully and not not uh, Drake. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, you you nailed it with the sarcasm. So that's how I that's how I got it. Was your your yeah. perfectly sarcasm. portrayed Nathan Drake? Yeah. All right, here we go. Last one. We hope your brief detention in the relaxation vault has been a pleasant one. Uh, Stabnik. Gladys. <laughs> Got it. There we yeah. go, baby. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Go the rest of those quotes. That was the, the, your tone was totally the thing that yeah. said yeah. it too. It was very well done. Yeah. All right, I'll do the, the other three. Unbelievable. You, subject name here, must be the pride of subject hometown here. <laughs> You're not even going the right way. Where do you think you're going? Because I don't think you're going where you think you're going. Hello? Oh, I love okay. it. Okay, the test is over now. You win. Go back to the recovery annex for your cake. There we go. Okay, that would have been that would have been the true one where it's like, yeah, got it. Amazing. That's awesome. I feel good about that. I got three. I feel good about that. Yeah. yeah, you got you got three. Jonah got one. Keaton got an impressive seven. Jeez, <laughs> good lord! Well done. My sir. wife uh, is really frequently upset with me because I fail to be able to remember important life events <laughs> like the date of like our wedding and stuff like that. But I can remember obscure video game quotes. I don't know why my brain is like this. Oh, oh. all right, it. boys. Well, we did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. It's a uh, once again, we'd all like to thank Alex for coming on. Thanks, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Appreciate your time. Gentlemen, the pleasure was all mine. This was a lot of fun. It's a good way to good, to end the weekend. I loved it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll just go around with our final thoughts real quick. We'll let you start, Alex, since you're our guest this week. Whatever you want to shout out, plug anything, whatever you're oh. feeling. Oh, okay. For sure. Um. Oh, I I didn't know we were doing this part. I uh, you can follow me on uh you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I am uh, at studnik seventy six s t u d n i k seven six. Uh, everyone misspells my last name. It's okay. Life goes on. Um, there's no C in my last name. But um, as for things I want to plug, uh, you know, as per usual, video team at Game Informer killing the damn game, and we decided we're gonna flex a little and and write write reviews. Um. Which was very exciting. I I did the ascent review, um, and I really enjoyed my time with the game, but also being able to uh, critique it and and you know get yeah. my name in a in a game informer magazine with a review. So you know um, yeah. that's awesome. But also not to be undone, uh, Alex Van Aken, my my uh, dear friend and fellow video editor at GI, he also wrote a review for Pokemon Unite. He's a big MOBA guy, and he really liked it. Um, so if you're interested in Pokemon Unite, check that out. Just search Game Informer Pokemon Unite review. Simple, easy peasy. Go check Perfect. it out. So, awesome. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff over at GI right now. Uh, where things are things are fun. I'll just I'll just keep it like that. So nice. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Wes. Final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts. Uh, go play Death Door. It's a good yeah, game. Man. Yeah, and uh, I'd also just like to thank Alex so much for for coming on the show. Thank you, sir. It was an absolute pleasure. I know we've been talking for a long time, and it's uh, it's awesome that we were able to finally 
put something together. So thanks. Right. And and you have been a very from the very start. I I have come into fill big shoes in my two years, right? Uh with with the Hansons and the, the Vaders and and all that kind of stuff. But you've always been a very positive community member and you've always uh treated me very nicely online so i appreciate you all of you but oh, especially wes you know wes was wes was there from day one so oh, I, yeah. I appreciate you wes so yeah for sure <laughs> thanks appreciate yeah. you saying that all right and uh jonah um any housekeeping you may have for the discord you want to shout out and your final thoughts do we have the results of the game club pick oh, we do yes we do and boy <laughs> oh boy am i excited with Death Store coming in at third place, which I, I am sad. I wanted to play Death Store, but I am sad. And Super Metroid. Oh, okay, so Death Store coming in at third place with six votes. Super Metroid coming in at second place with eight votes. Psychonauts oh. feels it. It's time. Wow. With nine uh, votes. I you heard I think it I here, voted ladies. for that one. You Topical heard it. for it. Okay. Here, ladies and gentlemen. Jonah's been waiting. Psychonauts will be our August Game Club game. And I'm super excited. I've always wanted an <laughs> excuse. <laughs> I wanted an excuse to play it, and now I have to. So sweet. Thanks, I think guys. I played it like hey, literally just, like a decade ago. Yeah. Just excited. make sure that your wife, you know, doesn't like book any like late camping trips, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I missed the last game club because my wife decided to book a camping trip. It sounds uh, worth it. I'm just I'm just yeah. I'm just yanking your chain. Hey, man. I got to play oxen free, so I mean it was kinda worth it. I got yeah, well, like, and, and you and you didn't have to play until dawn. So Yeah, and I go. didn't have to play until dawn. Um Oh, God, I had more. Oh, so with August being here, we also are going to be doing another giveaway for some fantastic Crossmac art. Alex, I don't know if you know what Crossmac is. He's mm -hmm. um, you up. He is a uh, community member of ours, like which is awesome because he's a fantastic artist. He's got dozens upon dozens of just like these cool like old-timey movie theme posters i can oh I can pull yeah one i'm up all there like of almost any iconic video game franchise you can think of oh done. you just had it right there baby yeah so like we have this cool oh no way okay yeah, yeah i follow him on twitter i apologize yeah. monster yeah. hunter and then uh i guess this is what you guys can uh win yeah, heck baby so <laughs> i love your work man like that is that is that is phenomenal that's cool i didn't know he was in the the, the community yeah and huh. he uh he graciously gave us these posters so we could give them out to our awesome community for giveaways shout so. out yeah that's really cool shout Super out that's homie. amazing so we yeah. will uh we will be posting details on the discord um later this month and we are gonna figure out another giveaway contest or whatever um wes am i forgetting anything uh not right now i think i think uh you covered everything okay yeah you guys can follow us at great game debate or yeah great game deb8 on twitter uh links to the the discord are there and come hang out talk games 
have a fun place to uh, debate about games without having to worry about someone jumping down your throat and harassing you about it because, you know, everyone's allowed to have their own opinions. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, uh, you know, I've been your host, Kate Birthday Lane. My final thoughts are, uh, you know, Chris tells, maybe skip it. Maybe skip it. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. As always, a big thank you to our friend Mr. Riven for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M I S T capital R I V E N 719 or on Bandcamp at Mr. Riven. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time.